Hello, beautiful people. It is Feel Good Friday, April 22nd, 2022. This sports show shall begin right now. Yeah. Can't thank you enough for joining us here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. It is a glorious Feel Good Friday, and there is a lot to talk about. Speaking of, let's go to the t- uh, uh, toilet seat, boys. Oh, yeah. I don't want to call you guys that. Sponsored by Toto. No, no, not yet. We got those bills coming up. (laughs) Uh, The Toxic Table at Ty Schmidt. You look fantastic. That RK Bro 420 shirt is hysterical. Absolutely nasty. I don't have any shirts to wear with my uh, Ninja Turtles hat. And then, boom, you know, we get the RK Bro 420 (laughs) shirts. I I got a new outfit. Look at you accessorizing. You look fantastic. You look amazing. It's a good start for a Feel Good Friday for you. It is. Absolutely. Let's talk about you. Terrible Feel Good Friday, I'd assume. (laughs) The Boston Bruins are officially dead. The Pittsburgh Penguins, which I pronounced dead just yesterday and said that they have a goalie that doesn't know how to play goalie just yesterday. I take back everything I said. Casey DeSmith, the new goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins, maybe the greatest hockey player to ever play hockey. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the greatest to ever strap him up. Maybe the greatest to ever wear a face mask. This dude stood on his head. Shut out the Boston uh-huh. fucking Bruins. Ooh. And not only that, at Boston Connor, you have continued your ice cold streak of gambling. You yeah. have not been a champion gambler at all. Gambler. I have rode alongside you for a long gambler. time into the depths of bankruptcy on my FanDuel account. Yeah. Last night, I couldn't have been more sure of something. Even as the words came out of my mouth of, this guy doesn't even know how to play goalie. I don't even know this guy's name. He fucking stinks at hockey. You were like, Boston Bruins, hammer him, a good gambler. Yeah, good You've gambler. been cold for three weeks straight, and that yeah. cold streak continues. The Bruins stink. The Pens blew him out. Plus 125, three-way or whatever I had going there. I made a couple thousand. And last night, Here that's a go. good gambler. Oh, yeah. Bruins are dead. You stink. Sorry yeah. about it. Well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, as my good friend Roman Reigns would say, we the ones that suck now because the Bruins right now are Roman not. Reigns would never say that, by no. But he yeah. says, we the ones. Yeah. And we the ones, period, that suck right now, okay, unfortunately. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And how was I supposed to know that Craig lived for your die DeSmith was from fucking New Hampshire? Casey, I, you pig. Casey DeSmith, whatever the hell his well, name Casey, is. Casey, live free or die. Yeah, yeah, Kate, yeah, Mr. Live Free and Die. If I knew that he was from New Hampshire, I would have known, oh, this guy's going to have our number. He's been watching Bruins hockey his entire life. That's why he's such a good goalie, because he watched Tim Thomas and Tuka Rask play for so goddamn long. So obviously, you know, I digress. He's a very good hockey player. The Bruins are not so dead I, just yet, but where the fuck is pasta? I mean, we need pasta. A, he's still in the water boiling. Yeah. Still boiling. That's in the, the water. problem. Yeah, the guy stinks. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, you know I he used does. to say I wanted pasta on the pens. I don't no. need a pasta because I got the goddamn DeSmith. Guy, <laughs> oh, yeah. guy won't show up when it counts. Hey, yeah. you're damn right. Sidney yeah, Crosby. Will. Well, that's the best yeah, pasta of all time. Has, oh, will. my God. He's like rigatoni, me, spaghetti, yeah, me, right. That's Sidney Crosby. Sidney Linguini sucks compared to pasta. No, oh, well, we won like 7 nothing last night. Uh, Nick Moralda, host of that talk, to talk alongside Gumpy and Rupper. Uh, Nick, how come this guy stunk at goalie for all that time, and then now he's the starter, he's the guy? Is that just a different mindset, you think? And is this what we should expect out of this guy before Louis Domingue pops in? Yeah, It's a much different mindset, Pat. You know, It's like going from being a backup quarterback to a starting QB. Okay. As the backup, your job is to make sure that the starter has everything they need, that they're well taken care of, that oh. they get the time off, and you come in and you're expected to play as well as them, even though you may not be as talented as I them. am the captain now, though, as Casey. Yeah, but now it's his ship with Tristan Jari out with a broken bone in his foot, Kurt so... Warner. Casey's going to have to carry the load, and he showed yesterday that, hey. And Louis Domingue is the one that's going to be making sure Casey dismisses right, water yeah. is uh, cold, <laughs> coffee's what? warm. Why? All right, Louis. 
Casey to Smith, Tom Brady, and well, that's what I'm thinking. Like Drew Bledsoe was just uh, yeah. the entire situation we had with Jari there, and we don't know how he hurt his foot. We hope he's okay, obviously. But right now, we got a hot goalie. Right now, let's yeah. go ahead and let him continue to play until they, they we third win. Third shutout of the season for Casey. What? How is this guy not in the fucking net for the Bruins then? Because the other games where he didn't get a shutout, like. A lot different outcomes. Really? Oh, did he play against the Rangers? Was he the goalie when you guys play the Rangers every time? No, actually. It was that Tristan. Yeah, yeah. Rangers might be getting a little nervous right about now. Jari get better. Stinks. Yeah, we got better. It's bullshit. That's because he's from New Hampshire. You're lucky you got a New Hampshire boy. No, you hate New Hampshire. You hate Connecticut. Whoa. The only thing you like is Massachusetts. Live free or Whoa. die is the best slogan of all time. That's what Casey DeSmith does whenever mm-hmm. he's in the goddamn goal. He's free back there. He mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'm going to block this puck or I'm going to die. And that's because he is from New Hampshire. So Hell shout yeah. out to New Hampshire for creating Casey DeSmith to be a fucking stud in the net because we're about to win the Stanley Cup championship with it. We'll see. But with that follow-up, hockey's not dead. We can say hockey's it is not, not dead. dead. Yeah. A sport that is very much alive. Um, the NFL is always cooking. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It appears as if the situation that began with Eric Burkhardt tweeting out a week before the combine that the Arizona Cardinals better fucking pay Kyler or we ain't playing football. Mm-hmm. Publicly putting it out there, putting the pressure on the Arizona Cardinals from a media fan perspective. Laid out in this entire letter about how much better the Arizona Cardinals have gotten since Kyler Murray was their quarterback. And Kyler Murray was sitting around looking at everybody else getting paid, wondering, whoa, 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 whoa. There ain't no organization or program that's had a bigger turnaround since quarterbacks have been added except for me in the NFC West, which was absolutely packed and loaded. We end up winning that thing going to the goddamn playoffs. Just a few years back, we had Josh Rosen playing quarterback. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Now, granted, Cliff Kingsbury deserves some credit here because he's become a much better head coach and that entire culture has changed. Steve Kime, the GM who has gotten added pieces, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, they lose Chandler Jones, but they still got Buda Baker and a couple other boys, A.J. Green coming in there, James Conner coming in there, and the owner is spending money. So I assume there's a lot of you know, responsibility to go around on why they've had success. But the quarterback, the most important position, it made sense for him to want business to change for himself on the rookie contract. But we did not expect it to be publicly in a diatribe written by his agent that basically said, pay him or we're not tweeting. We're not doing anything. Kyler's going to end up going to FaZe Clan. Mm-hmm. He's going to maybe play some baseball. Mm-hmm. He's going to do that entire thing. Then the Combine comes. Steve Kahn, Cliff Kingsbury both have to answer questions. We actually asked Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury right here about Kyler. It'll all get figured out. Business the way business. They were just... Uh, they were basically classifying Eric Burkhardt's letter publicly. Oh, that's just a way to do business. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Not that it's ever happened before really in the NFL, but they were just describing it as that they're passing it off. So then Kyler obviously took all the Cardinal stuff off his Instagram. Holy shit, it's about to go down. Is Baby Buddha over there. The dude who's an absolute mm-hmm. sensation, a quarterback, rock star, athlete, superstar on the internet. Kyler Murray about to become traded from the Arizona Cardinals. Then the Arizona Cardinals stuff started filtering back into the Instagram of Kyler Murray. Then there started to be more conversations, and it seemed to kind of die off a little bit. Tom Pelissero brought it back up, said, hey, remember the timeline was to get a new deal before draft day. We're like, oh, shit. So is Kyler and Eric Burkhardt still pushing for a contract because they've seen all the money around them? Now, after Patrick Peterson and Chase Edmonds did a podcast all Things Covered alongside BMAC, uh, CBS Sports Podcast, and Chase Edmonds and Patrick Peterson talked about the culture of the Arizona Cardinals and the type of guy that Kyler is, knowing that it would come to a head. 
there's a new ownership in town. Mm-hmm. Kyler actually answered that and said, hey, I want to win a Super Bowl in mm-hmm. Arizona. Signed, sealed, delivered. I want to win Super Bowls with the Cardinals. Arizona is home. Then that even got a follow-up because Ian Rappaport tweeted that when Steve Kime was asked whether or not there was any chance of Kyler Murray getting traded, especially because this has been the most insane offseason of all time, uh, Steve Kime said, zero chance. Kyler Murray responded, 100. Whoa. 100. <laughs> so always good again. It feels like in the fifth largest city in America, one of the most gorgeous places on earth, Phoenix, Arizona, with their star quarterback. He was working out with J.J. Watt. He's putting out positive tweets. He's got photos back on his Instagram. And we don't know if a deal is coming or if a deal is near, but we do know that it feels like they have a lot better relationships going on in the desert right now. And I think we're all very thankful for it because he's electrifying out there. Yeah, I would assume he just, like, I mean, he has all the leverage right realistically i think he does i mean like he 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 we talked about it how he might be one of those guys who if they didn't come to agreement he'd just be like hey i'm good i have a bunch of other options i'm not gonna play next year and they know like their window is kind of now they're spending all this money bringing in all these vets like good established vets they kind of need to pay him like they can't they can't get rid of him i don't know when maybe he backed off on getting something done before the draft but when i saw this i was like oh okay he's gonna sign a massive deal here soon 100 they're already in a conversation because they've talked about him being in the future plans of the cardinals he's talked about his future obviously as a cardinal so they're gonna get deal done Good for Kyler. Yeah. yeah. Massive contract. Hey, good for Eric Burkhardt, too. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking mm-hmm. the world with that uh, letter on Twitter. Or Chooses. All is well. Chooses. Oh, yeah. Whatever, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Not a word wrong there. Yeah, mm-hmm. very bold uh, decision there. Do you think Cliff called, like, Pete Carroll and LaFleur, like, hey, how are you feeling now that you, I mean, for LaFleur, almost lost your franchise quarterback for Pete Carroll, losing your franchise quarterback? What's life like? Yeah, what do you think? What's life like right now? You guys... You got signed Geno Smith. We saw that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe he'll be a guy. Yeah. Drew Locke. You got Drew Locke. Maybe he'll be a guy. But it's a lot different than yeah, the guy yeah. that just showed up like, hey, clear eyes, full hearts, ready to go. Hey, we're working. Here we are. Here we go. Hey, listen, let's get to work. Hey, let's do some squats. Let's go run some routes on my house field and everything like that. Russell Wilson is just a guy. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Kyler Murray's like that at all because I don't think we've heard that at all about Kyler Murray out there. But if you believe he's the guy and you know what it's like to uh, for teams and other teams to experience not having somebody and what their uh, franchise is like as that owner, which is the son of the old owner who used to be a little bit of a cheapskate. Yeah. yeah. Used to be a little tight on the dollar. Mm-hmm. The old owner used to say, oh, I don't need to spend a buck when 10 cents will do just fine. Uh-huh. Okay, and I don't know if he had a Southern accent or not. He might have. That's not the case. He passed away in 2019. Rest in peace, cuz. Rest, Rest in peace. peace. Thanks for everything you did for the NFL. Although you were a cheapskate, you were a big-time big deal. For the NFL, so rest in peace to you. Son takes over. He starts spending money now. He starts trying to build a culture. So although Patrick Peterson and Chase Edmonds were speaking about a potential culture in the past of the Cardinals, they're trying to change that completely. Also, I'd assume whenever you bring in like a J.J. Ward, it probably brings a little bit of uh, competitive fire, although he's never won a Super Bowl either. It feels like the Cardinals are in a very good place right now. And uh, I don't know if Kyler and Eric Burkhart knew that they're in a very good place, so why are we rocking a boat? Like, let's just pay this guy and keep this thing going. Uh, or if they they just thought to themselves, like, hey, isn't it time to pay the quarterback? Whatever the case, if he gets paid, everybody's going to be pumped up about it. It feels like something happened. Uh, like they had a meeting like, hey, Kai Kai, we're going to we're going to pay you. So why don't you, you calm down? Like, we're going to keep you here. And he was like, oh, OK, that sounds really good. All is good in the land of the rising sun. And he's like, I'll put out some good tweets this time. Make everyone feel like we're all good again. So because I assume Kyler wasn't going to do that just on his own without them being like, hey, we're going to pay you. There is. House in New Orleans. 
They call the rising sun. That's literally all I can think of whenever you thought of that. Yeah. It's and it's been oh, 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 never. Yeah. Banger. That's a banger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I can think of whenever you're talking about that. But maybe Kyler is offsetting it saying, hey, you can go about doing this in two different ways. Do you ever think about how they always talk about, I mean, we already addressed this. You know something like the back of your hand? Nobody really knows the no. back of your mm-hmm. hand at this stage of life. I'm not sure. But you know how... Um, they say there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Why? How did that? When were people just going around skinning the shit out of cats? Or is I that, don't know. That is a weird expression, and I've honestly never really thought about it too much. Because it's just kind of like a natural thing. I was actually having a conversation with a couple uh, RK bros and some others, you know, a, a couple weekends ago about that. I was like, how did this even become a thing? It had to be alluding to something else, right? Was it like a big cat? Like a lion or a tiger that you catch and you skin that and you make it like a rug? Oh. Not like a cat, like house cat, like a big cat. Like maybe. Cat. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. I always assumed it was like when you were, they were like starving on the Oregon Trail and they had to eat something. What do they always say? Yeah, I guess, but they're just catching a cat. Cat's going to be tough to wrangle. I yeah, think. do they have cats on the Oregon Trail? I'm not sure. Did. The, the cats that we know just like kind of just go west before everybody else. I don't and think just so. Living. I don't know. Maybe. Like a mountain Maybe. lion cat. When did the cats, the domestic cats, get introduced to a lot? Of, anyways, who's skinning Egypt. cats? Yeah, they were. Egypt, Egypt they were, is they were. when I just thought of it. Egypt was when they started doing the whole entire cats thing because they viewed their cats. Were they skinning them or no? Uh, no, 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 they no, were, no. They, they were, were like gods. They were gods. Yeah. So how'd yeah. that even become just an expression, like just skinning cats? I don't think I understand. That I think had to we're be talking. Masturbating. I think we're talking big cats, Has leopards, tigers, bears, wow. bears. bears. jaguars. <laughs> Bears, not a cat. Well, it's in the it's in the umbrella. No, four-legged no, creatures. No, but it is certainly nimble, though. Big teeth. We have to do that. Anyways, maybe you get more bees with honey than with vinegar. Vinegar, vinegar right? is what Kyler is thinking. Maybe they're just trying to go about doing business differently. Like, hey, if I'm openly supportive of the Cardinals, I'm working out with the Cardinals. I'm at these OTAs with the Cardinals. Hey, give me a deal. All right, I'm a guy. You know, I'm a guy on the field, off the field. I want to be here. We all want to be here. Let's go ahead and figure it out. I don't know. I feel like everything's normally negotiating for whatever reason. I just feel like everything's negotiation nowadays, and it's sad that we have to think like that. But I do like the fact that it seems like it's much more positive between Kyler and the Cardinals. Speaking of negotiating, we may have got a little bit of an inside scoop into the San Francisco 49ers in Debo Samuel's uh, negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. And we, listen, when you watch this, you're going to say, there's no way this is real. We've done some investigating. Mm-hmm. This seems to be potentially pretty real. I think so. So Miss Precious is Debo's stepmother. She is a manager both in the music and the sports world. Uh, she has an Instagram account that we found, and she is a showman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Showwoman. 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 She is electrifying. She's entertaining. Yeah. And she was live, I believe, on Facebook. Uh, she was fixing a light or one of those like little touch lights that you would put in like a bathroom or something oh. overnight. She was live. And I don't know if she just goes live on a regular basis or not. It seemed like she it, was pretty comfortable. Yeah, it yeah. looked like she does. See, it seemed like something she does on a regular basis. And there is a chance, a very, very good one, that the internet sleuths 
found Debo Samuel having a conversation in the background about his negotiation, even mentioning A.J. Brown. And this was all captured live on his stepmother, uh, also manager, I believe, a part of her okay. management group, uh, Miss Precious's Facebook Live. I ain't trying out nothing. I ain't got no offer. That's Debo. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. You, call me? Uh, you, you ain't trying that simple. <laughs> We got to go to the table. He is fine. He's asleep. My little grandbaby, he's sleeping. Tori said, Tori said, them folks said they ain't going to pass 20. They said, they know you worth it, but they ain't going to give it to you. What the fuck? 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 What they offered him 20 million, but they know he can get more, but they not giving him more. That's what they told him? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, I think that's. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Wild. That's 2022. Everybody talks about Kyler Murray taking, um, you know, his photos off of Instagram and that being like, oh, the most 2022 thing of all time. Uh, so 2022. <laughs> Now, on the flip side, we're hearing a lot about the behind the scenes of potentially what's going on in the background of Miss Precious. And by the way, we did not find this. This is not us talking. We are big fans of Miss Precious. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. Big, big, big fans of hers. This just happens to be something that is very public now at this point. Shout out to uh, the Twitter account. Who was it? Uh, Move the ticker. There it is. 49ers Focus found this. So I'm assuming they, 49ers fans, have a lot of eyes on a lot of things mm-hmm. trying to figure oh, it yeah. out. Locked in. And if Miss Precious, who is Debo's um, stepmom and also manager and potentially involved in any business decisions, and she's going live every single day, you would think that 49ers fans are potentially tuning in just to hear if anything slips out about what's going on with Debo, who has a great relationship with her. So now we're learning, allegedly, if that is potentially Debo Samuel. A.J. Brown was told by the Titans, hey, we can give you $20 million. We understand that somebody else might be able to give you more money. That's because he shares the same agent as A.J. Brown and also D.K. Metcalf in Mr. Tory Donby. Gandhi. Uh, Tory. Gandhi, right? Gandhi. 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 We were saying like, Dondi yesterday. I believe it's, like, it's Tory Dondi. It is D A N D Y. It we know it's oh, the pronunciation Dondi. Yeah. It's uh-huh. Tory Dondi. Dondi. Dandy. Dondi. Absolute dandy. He is a Dondi, isn't he? Yeah. He's a champion Dondi. Gandhi is a champion. Anyways, Tory Dandy. He represents Debo, AJ, and DK. So I don't know if it was Tory that he said allegedly to, because it sounded like he said it. George said at the beginning. George said they're not going to give you anything more than 20. He said, I ain't got no offer at the beginning. So the Niners had not made him an offer yet. So it's not like the number was the thing that offended him, right? We can take mm-hmm. away from that. If that is Debo Samuel in the background of his stepmom, who is electrifying yeah. Facebook Live. So they haven't made him an offer. That can't be what offended him. So I would wonder if it is the conversation that he's hearing from like AJ, his agent, and what's potentially going on that is making this a standoff. Could this all be settled with an offer from the Niners 
that is explained like, hey, here's for your wide receiver roles. Here's what we would like to add on top as incentive base for you to be a running back and what's going on. Because it sounded like Debo's just chilling, doesn't know much about the situation, just kind of explaining what he had heard. And he's almost removed from it as well. Tori Dondi probably be a good conversation. We'll talk to Ian Rappaport in the third hour today. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about it all. Well, and I saw on uh, Reddit there were reports coming out, and who knows how accurate they are, but that the 49ers' initial offer to Debo was in the range of 19 million that they didn't even go to 20 million so i mean run that thing back real quick let's go from the beginning make sure we have the sound up i ain't trying out nothing i ain't got no offer he is fine he's asleep my little grandbaby he's sleeping Miss precious nobody cares <laughs> we love your grandbaby yeah Tori said, them folks said they ain't going to pass 20. They said, they know you worth it, but they ain't going to give it to you. What the fuck? Don't believe me, you see? I love you. Yeah. Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, AJ Brown. So they told him. Didn't he go through the draft with you? Uh-huh. They told him. They told him. They offered him 20 million, but they know he can get more, but they not giving him more. That's what they told him? Yeah. All right. So... AJ Brown's probably not thrilled about that. No, yeah. that's probably where the that's probably information coming from what Tory Donby, mm-hmm. right? Dondi, 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 who is mm-hmm. uh, doing these deals. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like he's that like upset though. Feels like this can get righted, yeah, right? Didn't it? Sure. it felt yeah. like it could get righted. And whoever's on the phone would like that person in my life. Yeah, yeah. that person seems like a great a hype person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hype. Awesome. Oh, what the fuck? Is <laughs> yeah, I love that. Whoever that person is, we everybody needs somebody in their life like that. Uh, I wonder if Miss Precious knew that her live stream was going to become like this. So it's probably the most watched, most viewed. Oh yeah, by far. And no, I don't know. We saw some. True, she she's does. Have, she's got some pipes, but this kind of completely contradicts what Schefter's saying too, right? Because Schefter's saying, "Hey, they'll pay him." You know, contract is what it is. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, pay him yeah. if he comes in today, tomorrow, whenever. They'll give him what he wants. But Debo's saying now that he doesn't even have an offer, he so it's kind of. Like, what's going on if the, those are the two separate camps reporting two different things? Yeah. And that seems to be candid Debo, right? It's not like... Well, and also, who knows if Debo's gassing up whoever he's on the phone with, too. Debo could be working a little bit there mm-hmm. as well yeah. to whoever's on the phone. They yeah. might know somebody. We, we can't be 100% sure of any of it, but that was an electrifying life. Yeah. yeah. I wish yeah. I could see more of it. And the grandbabies, I apologize for saying we don't care, but at the time, honestly, there's a lot of things going yeah. on behind the scenes there, Miss Precious, that we would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Hope the grandbabies just sleep and hope they are fine. Yeah, I'm sure he's okay. The grandbabies? Yeah. Seems like it. Yeah. We don't know. Just we don't sleeping. know. Just hanging sleeping. out. Yeah. Did you see the Terry McLaurin stuff yesterday? What? There was nothing legitimate. It was just a lot of people because Terry McLaurin kind of falls into this category of, you know, great young wide receiver and needs a new contract. Someone was saying, hey, why don't we bring Terry home to Indianapolis where he's home, where he's from? Come on, Scary Terry. Come back. Hey, Scary Terry, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be able to get the money that all these other guys get because your team hasn't been anywhere near the primetime spotlight or in good graces with anybody. That's Never. right. So that's gonna be a big part of it all. You know, like Debo with the Niners, they've had a lot of success, so probably he's gonna get paid yeah. more. Tyreek Hill with the Chiefs, he said they've had a lot of success. He's gonna get paid more. Devontae Adams with the Packers, he's had a lot of success. Going to get paid more. Now, Christian Kirk debunks that a little bit because mm-hmm. he's going to the Duval. But, hey, well, we got money for Terry to come back on home. A lot of money, yeah. Let's get to a break. We'll be back. He went to uh, Cathedral, Indianapolis, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. yeah. Mr. We, football. Yeah. Yes. He's a stud. 
Learn your city. Come on. Learn your surroundings. I didn't know Indiana played football, okay, from Western PA. Tony would learn the goddamn city if the basketball. team was not something. Not only played basketball here. To be clear, I'm not a champion of Indiana information. <laughs> <laughs> I did know Scary Terry was from here mm-hmm. because they had a bunch of like local news stuff on him while he was mm, yeah. crushing it. Coming up. But there is some people that get announced from Indiana, and I'm like, really? This Indiana? Why <laughs> would Indiana, Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Indianapolis creates some stuff. A lot of money in this fucking city, too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's very centrally located. So look for a lot of your logistical people, too. Mm here and then all those indy 500 race cars oh, that's right. right oh shit almost may hey, that's almost may count down again trying to figure out whether or not because we like the drivers hate the course yeah you know yeah do we promote the thing for the good of the drivers i mean maybe we just go golfing during it you know then we get in there you know you can work on your game we get inside for a little give a couple see the rave there's a great little place here go drivers <laughs> <laughs> I saw a driver the other day saying thank you to the yellow shirts. So I said, well, this guy doesn't fucking know. Anything. Yeah, the yellow shirts are the fucking worst humans on Worst. By far. Yeah. Destroyed an RV. Well, yes. Single handedly. Uh, we've watched the f- footage back. Yeah. Yeah. Where were they at the after all? Yeah, after yeah. Back. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right, Zito. Mm-hmm. You're right, Zito. All those yellow shirts. Even cross state line. Come on. Come on in. You give somebody a little bit of power that's never had power before, mm-hmm. or like maybe a meal. In the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. give them power all yeah. of a sudden. You can see how they maybe wield that <laughs> Go to their head a bit. sword a little bit too strong. That happens at the Indy 500, but that's because there's like 300, 400,000 people yeah, there. Yeah. And if it's not the yellow shirts, then who is it? Yeah. If they're not the ones saving the world, then who is Good it? Place will descend into chaos. If they're not the ones stopping you from crossing a crosswalk just because they have the ability to stop you from crossing a crosswalk, even though there's no cars coming either way. And then when you say, hey, you, shut the fuck up, I'm going to walk, and they go, ah! And yell, and you, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you just gotta expect that. They're thinking, hey, this guy might end up on fucking turn three You're if right. I don't get him across this safely. If he walks across oh. this street too quickly, he might have too much momentum that actually carries him right, right through into the, the fucking pit lane. Yeah, now. that's right. Exactly. You never know. They got that place locked down. And what we're saying, uh, a little bit of ridiculous power the yellow shirts have. Oh. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. It is something. If you've never been, you should go to the Indy 500. You should. But if you're not from Indiana and you go once, you're probably good. Yeah, you get it. You experience it. Yeah. Yep. Bring your walking shoes. Bring your walking sure. shoes. Bring your drinking liver. Yeah. Do Get out of there at a good time because if you don't, that Uber on the way back, hey, oh boy, you're either not going to get one or it's going to be like 500 bucks. Yeah, you're going to miss the milk ceremony. Just watch yeah. that one on the internet. Bingo. But you need to get out of there with probably 50 laps left. Yes. 60 laps left. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we That's covered, 500. Look at us. We just covered any 500. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Look at us. We're doing our due diligence, I think, for the city. Good yeah. people. A lot of people in Indiana absolutely love the Indy 500, as yeah. they should. It's the biggest sporting event in the world every single year. It's a blast. A lot of questionable decisions yeah. get made over yeah, there. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. We'll be back in four. I'll answer some phone calls on the 500 energy phone line. Also, chit-chatting about the potential of the Jets getting Debo now. Yeah. Did they hear Miss Precious's Ooh. thing? And what about the draft spectacular six days? Do we have any surprises to announce? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, a champion in college football, a champion in the NFL, a champion in the Ryder Cup, a champion of COVID, a champion of everything. Ladies and gentlemen. Toxicity, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. Yeah, AJ. What's up, dude? Hey guys, happy Friday. Hey, happy feel good Friday to you. I'm happy you found your uniform, just like I have. Hell yeah. How much easier does the day make right now? You know, 
I have about uh, three shirts, I think, that I will be having rotation for the end of time. It's so nice. And I know people, a lot of people mock me for it, and, you know, it's become a thing. But when Steve Jobs said, the energy that I can now spend elsewhere, as opposed to picking out what I'm going to wear each day, is just a big one. I'm like, fuck, Steve Jobs ain't never been wrong, except for when he was a dad. Mm -hmm. Bad, bad dad, probably bad husband, everything like that. But when we're talking about, like, you know, getting things accomplished, that's why I decided, I'm a fucking tank top guy all of a sudden. I, I learned this much, much, much long uh, or much further past whenever he said it than when he actually said it. Uh, you know, there might be quotes that trickle off from like 1990. Sure. That might change my job, change my life here in 2024 from Steve Jobs as well. You know, AJ. Well, it definitely if I don't know if you know, I'm sure some of the boys know it definitely worked out for uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos company. She did the same thing and rousing success. So what happened? I'm not sure. No, she became like a billionaire, and she was. It was basically all fugues. And Massive now she fraud. Has oh, she no was money. the medicine person. Yeah, like the blood. Like Seven billion dollars. The company was valued at, or something, and mm-hmm. it never worked. Yeah, I remember that. There's always those young pompous assholes who can just make people believe something. If you ever, I don't know if you ever checked anything out. She's doing. She when she was like running everything, she was like on this pedestal as the greatest ever. And she dressed like Steve Jobs. She changed her voice. Like it was bizarre. Really. There's a good show on it too. So is it? Is, she's like the pharma bro. Is she like the pharma bro? What? Sackler. Yeah. What's that? Screlly. Screlly. Martin uh, Screlly. Martin Screlly. He like had the uh, maybe he had the uh, blueprint or the uh, trademark or the patent on like some diabetes medicine, I think. Uh, and then he raised the prices it. for it like way through the roof, mm-hmm. and it was like morally bankrupt. I guess everybody and I think he's in jail. Damn, is that the same thing that this lady did, or what? I did think this- she was basically just lying the entire time. She just like yeah. duped the investors big time, and the product that she was hawking and made all this money off of, like they found out, oh, like this actually doesn't work at all. It never worked, and they were trying to cover it up the whole time. It never worked. I guess she's claiming she thought, well, this is how it works. Eventually, we are going to get it to work, but. They could never show anything that it were in there, like giving blood, like blood test results to people saying, oh, hey, you got cancer. And they didn't. Is, was Stuff she like was she a scientist or no? No, she dropped. You know, it's like a Silicon Valley thing. It's a, I believe there was a book on it back in the day. There's a podcast. There's all kind of stuff. Well, I hate to hear it. I hate to hear it. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible person. Sounds like yeah, a terrible, terrible. Absolutely. Person. Uh, let's talk about some other stuff. Um, somebody that is not in the game of creating fake uh, goods or a fraudulent uh you know, ripping people off. Actually, in the game of the complete opposite. Have you learned to miss Precious yet? Debo Samuel's I, stepmom? I No, I don't think so. Okay. She's electrifying. Yep. She uh, has a management group, I think, in music and in sports. Uh, she is, I believe, very tight with Debo. Debo and her are very yeah. tight. She is awesome. I will say she is absolutely awesome. She's a content maker. We are big fans of Miss Precious Huge. around here. She was live on a TikTok, though, within the last couple of days. We don't know exactly when. And Debo Samuel was in the background of it, speaking about his contract situation and also A.J. Brown's contract situation. The reason why that is something is because they both have the same agent from CAA who also represents D.K. Metcalf. His name is Tori Dondi. There you go. Tori Dondi. So allegedly, now we can't say Miss Precious is Miss Precious, but we don't know if this is Debo in the background or not. She was live on TikTok and he was speaking to somebody who is an incredible hype man, incredible hype man on the phone about his contract. And here's what was said, AJ. I'm excited to get your thoughts on it. I ain't trying out nothing. I ain't got no offer. That's Debo. Allegedly. Oh, you, you ain't trying to step up. 
got to go to the table too. He is fine. He's sleep. My little grandbaby, he's sleeping. Tori said, Tori said, them folks said they ain't going to pass 20. They said, they know you worked it, but they ain't going to give it to you. What the fuck? What the hell? What the hell? What the Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, AJ Brown. He was on the So they told him. Didn't he go through the draft with you? Uh huh. They told him. They told him. They offered him 20 million, but they know he can get more, but they not giving him more. That's what they told him? Yeah. <laughs> so allegedly now, we have, we can go on and say that's what the Titans told AJ Brown. Miss Precious was fixing something, going live. Feels like she goes live on TikTok a lot. We love her, okay? But this is a massive news story in the NFL that is potentially uncovering more. Was Debo just gassing up the hype man on the phone? Was he telling what he was heard, what he thinks is happening? And also, it doesn't sound like this is a burnt bridge just yet between the Niners and Debo. It sounds like it could be fixed. Don't you think, AJ, after listening to that? So what exactly was he saying about A.J. Brown? So A.J. Brown, allegedly, uh, the Titans, if you take what we just heard mm-hmm. there, the Titans told A.J. Brown they'll give him $20 million even though they know he's worth more. So they probably would say, hey, we can only give you $20 million. We know on the market you'd probably be able to get more. This is what our offer is for you. You're still under contract, blah, blah, blah. I, that's what that sounded like right there. And the reason why Debo might know that is because, once again, they have similar agents, uh, the same agent in Tory. Dondi. Okay, well, I, might, I guess my question would be when Debo says he, he doesn't have an offer, does he not, like legit not have any offer, or does he feel like the offer they gave him was almost insulting, like, hey, I don't even consider that one? So we didn't catch the beginning of it there because this is the only clip we saw, and shout-out to uh, 49ers. Focus? Focus. Yeah, shout-out to 49ers. Yeah. Focus for Thank you. Uh, catching this. Thank you, but if Miss Precious goes live on TikTok a lot, I would assume the Niners fans are very interested in listening to what she's saying, if she is a part of any business decisions that are being made about her stepson, Debo Sammy, which we do believe from searching around her IG and other internet things that she is a part of that. Him saying, I ain't got no offer, it sounded like, you know, he was maybe answering a question from the other side, like, why haven't you signed yet? Or what are you trying to get mm-hmm. out of them? And he is making it sound like they're to that person. And once again, we don't know who that person is, who they know, who they're talking to, because Debo might be gaming this a little bit too, right? Debo might be gaming, or gaming whoever's on the phone. We don't know who that is, but he's saying, I don't have an offer yet either. So we have to kind of take it for what it potentially is. And also, if it is even that, what could potentially be happening on that phone call? Is that A.J. Brown on the phone call? Because she says, hey, A.J. Brown, and then the lady who's in the background walks over and Debo says they told him, and I'm assuming he's talking about the person on the phone that he could get. Yeah, she says who's on the phone, and he goes, A.J. Brown. Yeah, run, run it back. Run it back. Run it back. And that's why she says, hey, A.J. And then who's Brown. George, too, because he says George. Hey, I ain't trying out nothing. I ain't got no offer. He is fine. He's sleep. My little grandbaby, he's sleeping. Tori said, Tori said, them folks said they ain't going to pass 20. They said, they know you worked it, but they ain't going to give it to you. What the fuck? What the fuck? Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, AJ Brown. So they told him. Did he go through the draft with you? Uh-huh. They told him. They told him. They offered him 20 million, but they know he can get more, but they're not giving him more. Oh, they told him? Yeah. And then she responds, they told him that. Because he's 
telling that yeah, to Yeah, Tory's the one that said that, was, that wasn't yeah. George. It was Tory, Tory yeah. Dondi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Tory Dondi told him uh, that whole thing. And then AJ Brown mm. is on the phone. Yeah. Whoa. Holy Whoa. Shit. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back one more time. We should have got this earlier. Once again, we do prepare mightily for yeah. this show. <laughs> Obviously. We listen. How much you trying out there? How much you trying out there? I ain't trying out nothing. I ain't got no offer. Oh, you, you ain't trying to accept it. You ain't trying to accept it. You got to go to the table. He is fine. He's asleep. You gotta go to the table. My little grandbaby, he's sleeping. Grandbaby's tired. Tori said, Tori said, them folks said they ain't going to pass 20. They said, they know you worth it, but they ain't going to give it to you. What the fuck? What the hell? What the hell? What the Hey, AJ Brown. Hey, AJ Brown. So they told him. Did he go through the draft with you? Uh huh. They told him. They told him. They offered him twenty million, but they know he can get more. But they not giving him more. That's what they told him. Yeah. (laughs) Because she walks over and asks who's on the phone. AJ Brown, very pissed that Miss Precious is live during this (laughs) conversation. AJ Brown probably, I, I, or maybe this all works out by the way for them because now other teams know exactly what the Titans offered, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much, if that is exactly what the Titans offered, you kind of understand the Niners just got a glimpse into potentially what's going on in the conversation camp. They just got to figure it out, and it sounds like more than twenty is kind of the the wide receiver thing now, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's not the running back money either, then. No. Nope. So who knows what Debo is at? But it seems like we're probably in there, right? We probably know. Mm-hmm. Exactly what's Range. going on now yeah. between them, which is good. This is good news. It's good. Well, it's good. We know Debo wants at least 25, too, from the IG that he was in and that he liked. That's probably where his base is at, right? Because Tyreek and Devontae and Stefan Diggs are all north of 25. 20. Yeah, five, another 25%. The structure year. has to matter, too. Like the, the guaranteed money is the biggest part. Like yeah. You can make it look however you want. He wants to get paid, though. Hey, we apologize, by the way, for not being able to dissect the accent, the southern accent in there as uh-huh. well. We should have got that Tory. I thought it was George. No, I thought it was too. I thought he was talking about. I didn't know which. By the way, we didn't even address it because I didn't know. He's saying Tory said. Tory said. Tory hey, said. They is this the thing though? 20. What's that? Is this going? Like, is Shefty breaking this down on Sports Center right now? Is anyone else talking about this? It seems like a big deal. This is a massive deal. This is the two biggest names in the wide receiver free agent. I, I have no idea what they're breaking down. Well, no yeah. We know Shefty's not because we know he is probably speaking from the owner and the GM side, right? Because he's the one that said that Sam Fran would pay him immediately today if the you know if he would actually come in and you know talk to them about a possible contract extension. This was on purpose from Miss Precious. Ooh. Can we get Miss Precious on the show? Yeah. I would love to. I would absolutely Reaching love out to. right now. She's by the way, you know, she's in a business game managing yeah. folks. Yeah. This would be an easy way to get the number out. Hey, this is how this is going to work. This is how this is going to go. This is easy. Go ahead and get this thing done. A little public pressure, Miss Precious. Miss Precious is playing fucking chess. Genius. <laughs> Let's go, bro. It certainly would make sense, right? I mean, I, I don't know if Debo is you feel like he would be pretty cognizant of the fact, like, hey, I'm on the phone with AJ Brown, and I'm going to be talking about my agent. Like, he, this has to be. He'd work. have to know that she was live. Has to be. Yeah. Says full name too, right? Some AJ people don't Brown. care though. A lot of people. I mean, different generations. You know, like people don't worry about that stuff. I think like old people like me may wait. I disagree. I think people worry about it more now, right? Don't because they know more about it. I might be wrong. I might be completely wrong. No, it's, I'm it's not like, out in the okay. public. Why well, was when I like? Okay, we got to the Super Bowl. And I see someone filming me. I'm knocking, I'm knocking Evie's camera out or whoever. Like, why are you guys filming me? Because I'm not used to being filmed all the time. But you are. Something like that. 
Well, why? What's he going? What why you would do? you do that? What are you so scared about? What do you? What's I'm not the, scared, but I'm saying if you're sitting there, I'm I'm driving a car, or whatever. No, I'm saying I peek back and I see someone filming me. I'm like, oh, this guy's trying to get me, knock it out of his hand. What are you? What are they going to get well, you? Falling you asleep, driving yeah. with two feet, <laughs> having your busted fucking fingers all over the wheel. What are they going to get you for? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying some people are more comfortable. If I was being filmed every day, I wouldn't have that reaction. See, I think nowadays people are much more likely to look for a camera potentially filming them, right? Like you yeah, are. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But when they're doing their own, they're not worried about what's going on in the background, I don't think, as much. Yeah. See, I, see, I don't know. Like, I, A.J. Brown is on the phone with Debo. He doesn't know that she's A.J. Alive. Brown has no idea. Yeah. I mean, unless no. Debo and A.J., by the way, said, hey, this, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through. Listen, like, we think we know this is a wild idea, but like people are taking photos off Instagram and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. We'll go through uh, my stepmom's yeah. TikTok. Live. This precious like Julio and Shannon. What's that, like Julio and Shannon. Bingo. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of there. Maybe well, Debo didn't know. Maybe he was thrown off by Miss Precious's casual demeanor of being live. Just true, because she is very life. comfortable yeah. in front yeah. of the camera. Yeah, but she was just chilling. By the way, hey, don't ask questions about the grandbaby. Hey, credit <laughs> to the baby though. Asleep on the couch behind her, right? That dude's sleeping through everything. Well, yeah, he's comfortable. He's just sleepy. He's grandbaby. Don't worry, it's grandbaby. Maybe that's what makes awesome. me think they probably know. Actually, is because like Whoa. he's. She's, She's playing talking. it off very comfortably if that is a whole work. Yeah. But like no one's asking her in the room about the grandbaby and she's just answering a question about the grandbaby. Like I assume he probably had some inkling of She doesn't even know that conversation's going on, you don't think? Or because she is talking over yeah. a little bit with the grandbaby. I they just didn't think it would ever get picked up or people would care. They didn't think it would be a big deal, probably. Yeah, I don't think she knows because she even asked, unless this is part of the work. Well, she would be a part of it, obviously. Her she Especially if, yeah, she's if she really is part of like his business team in some way, shape, or form, like Miss Precious, like, hey, listen, I'll hop on a TikTok live. You and AJ just out your entire business situation, yep. <laughs> and then we'll and then Forty ers focus will screen record it. And then we, we'll say we gotta go take care of grandbabies. Yep. Did they delete this or like how, like? I thought it got ripped this? down. I thought it got ripped down. Did it get what ripped down? I thought it did. Yeah. Are we the still only on, ones still on YouTube. Still on YouTube. Yeah, but that's the people who ripped it. Like, yeah, the yeah. original video. Oh, I think the original. Oh, you mean got ripped out. Original oh so it's not a work. What's up, Bailey? Uh, if this was a TikTok, TikTok lives do get taken down like pretty quick. They don't stay up like IG lives and stuff like that. To oh, so forty nine. This focus person had to be recording the entire thing. Yeah. 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 Has it been confirmed it was TikTok? I believe so, right? We don't know. Mitt Talk told us it was TikTok. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. He's, hey, he would know. He's Mitt Talk. Yeah. I just jumped on her Twitter and she does a lot of TikTok. So I'm. Okay. So probably. Hey, TikTok. by the way, she is a content maker. See, yeah. But this YouTube comment or the YouTube title says it's Instagram Live. There you go. Huh. Does it matter? Yes. But that's from a different source. Well, because then we don't know if it's being kept up or being delete, uh, deleted immediately. Whatever the case, is it a work or not? I don't know. Yeah, the comments that come up don't look like an IG live. Okay. Yeah, because it looked. I thought it, we would have seen them. Yeah, I just assumed it was Facebook, but it's TikTok. That's Mid is Mid is adamant. Yeah, it's TikTok. Okay. Mid talk. Mid talk. Mid is the TikTok guy. TikTok live. One thousand percent. Yes, that's the TikTok live. That's not an Instagram live. That's the way TikTok lives look, and that's the way the comments go. Hey, thank, thank you, Mitt. Look at Mitt bringing us down in age a little bit. Let's yeah. go. Thank you, Mitt. By the way, shout out to Miss Precious out there doing her thing, mm -hmm. fixing a light, I believe. Yep. Uh, so what do you think happens there? I think that all gets settled. It didn't sound like there was a lot of Saute-ness from Debo to the Niners, right? Felt like he was just, yeah. yeah. Niners pay him. I think they find a way to, to figure things out. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch both seem to be very rational people. So, yeah, I think they figured out. They know how valuable he is to the team. I think they figured it out as well. And then A.J. Brown, by the way, it sounds like 
that seems to be easily answerable too. We know exactly where he's at. Probably get up a little bit. That's probably where he wants to be at. Take care of that. Now, what's Tory saying? They ain't going to pay you more than 24. Is that him trying to set the expectations of all he's going to be able to negotiate? Or should he maybe, you know, be saying, we're going to try to get you every dollar we can possibly Under promise, over deliver, man. So he tell them they're not going to pay you more than 28, but guess what? I got you 23 and a half per year. Boom. Think about this. They ain't going to get more than 15. Then Debo's pissed off. Fucking take the San Francisco off of my goddamn. Yeah. Take it. Take the. They're only going to give me 15 million. And then actually, it's Tori Dondi setting himself up to look like a genius on the other side because he negotiated more. All right. Joining us now, insider for. Oh, jeez. Oh, Louise. no. What happened? Well, we're going to pivot away from uh, the NFL because we got Ian Rappaport in about an hour. Right? We got a lot of questions about Debo. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's he is dialed in with the 49er situation as well. Let's get to a break. On the other side, we'll have Sham Sharanya telling us everything that's going on in the NBA. Hey, the NBA is doing it yeah, right now. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fun to watch, man. The Warriors are very fun to watch, too. Yeah. Memphis. Everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I turned on and saw the very end of that game. Like, oh, that this is absurd. an amazing comeback. From Minnesota now, or whatever Kat said. I mean, that was mm-hmm. the great internet. Mm-hmm. John Morant is an absolute dog. I might, that might be my new team. Memphis? Uh, Memphis? I was thinking about being with the Bulls. And then if the Bucs beat the Bulls, I'll be well, with the Bucs. That pool guy, the pool kid on Jordan Poole, uh, Jordan Poole. on the Warriors. Are you kidding me? Like, what that dude <laughs> yeah. can do is crazy. Yeah, I know. And then I was almost on the Golden State, but it's hard for me not, which is John Morant. I mean, 17 seconds left in the fourth quarter. They're up a lot. They just came back a bunch. He swats somebody's shit, and it, that might as well be game-winning swat. It was after he got the ball stolen, right? Oh, uh, dude. The things he said to this guy <laughs> in that place, I was like, that is... We need more jaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need more jaw out there. He's a dog. Yeah. Dog. Very good. Memphis, by the way, you never expect that city, big basketball town, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huge. Ain't that right? Yeah. They quietly have been, you know, pretty da- – I mean, they, they had a run here recently where they weren't very good. But, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like Memphis was going to the playoffs every year. It was always a team mm-hmm. no one wanted to play because they played such defense. good defense and had a bunch of dogs. Oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake used to go, like, moonwalk on yep. the yeah. side of the court. They're young, too. They're going to be good for a while, so it's a good team to get behind. All right, I like them. I'm, let's go Grizzlies. Keep your options open, though. Yeah, well, we'll see yeah. if they win or not. So, yeah. It seems like they're going to win, by the way. I don't think John Morant's going to lose. This I, round, for sure. I'm not sure John Morant loses in much of anything if he ever gets in that mode where he's like, I'm going to beat you. No, especially once he gets that super max. He's going to be $250 million on his first contract. Oh, my. That team is deep as hell, too. Their bench can fucking... Bunch of... Dogs. 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 AJ's... A little smoky. Whoa. On this Feel Good Friday, April 22nd, 2022. The Toxic Table's here. The COVID Cowboy is here still. By the way, happy to see the cowboy hat still on your head, pal. Hell yeah. Seemed like you were about to quit that yesterday. Yeah. I have tough days and I have better days. Today's a good Feel Good Friday. We have better day today. Sounds like it. Sounds like, yeah, because you, you went 9-2 or maybe 9-3, 9-4, mm-hmm. whatever you were. Six, I only maybe, made three nine NHL picks, so at worst, 9-3. Okay, so yeah. gonna, or maybe 10-2, who knows. But 9-3 gambling yesterday. You're a good gambler. You should be in a good mood. Yeah. yeah you're a little bit bummed earlier today, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're a good gambler. What's that about, Gumpy? I don't know. You when? see the other hammered down cowboy? He's got six chains on. Yeah. Hey, Gumpy is iced out got right that now. Drip like Dabo, dude. What? What? Put it on the mitt talk, dog. <laughs> Look at you. Gumpy's about to have a great Friday, it seems. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's not just feel good Friday, it's feel great Friday. And our guest was back, but now he's breaking more news. Oh, no. <laughs> no. The fuck is going on, dude? Wait two minutes. 
to what say happened? He comes you? on and then he has to break something and gets uh, off? I don't know. Earlier he couldn't get on because he was, uh, you know, tweeting or doing something and then literally was about to announce him and intro him and he just got a phone call on screen. He had to get off screen. Uh, so what's happening? It's better be good, right? Oh, Is this something yeah, about it's probably Jerry West? Zion playing tonight? It's probably Jerry West. Probably was Jerry West saying, hey, make sure when you go on that fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tell no, those fucks. I am not like that. Winning time character has been portrayed. I mean, listening to Quentin Richardson talk about that, he was like, damn, damn. Yeah, doing the logo. <laughs> damn, doing the logo like this. <laughs> Joining us now. No. All right, man. Shami. It better be Zion. Zion better be fucking playing tonight. Uh, on the 5 Energy phone line, not Sham Sharania. Let's go to Tyler in Pittsburgh. This will be good. Okay, Tyler, what's going go. on? What's going on, Pat? What's going on, boys? Hey, how you doing, Tyler? Good. I'm great, man. I'm great. Feel good Friday. On my way home for the weekend. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go, Tyler. Woo. Let's have a weekend. It's supposed to be warm weather. Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's yeah. go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So really bad. I was reaching out, man. I work with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Hey, Pat wants to get a box for the oh, year. Yeah, Can you do that? I mean, oh, absolutely. AJ, come on down, too. Uh, what do you mean? Tyler. Hey, what do you do with the Pirates? You pitch? No, no, no. I don't play, man. I wasn't that gifted. Uh, I actually do sales for the Pirates, and I uh, was reaching out to you. I talked to Bill, actually, with the incorporation. So I uh, just want to call in. Big fan of the show. Talk to you. See if we can't get you guys down here for something. Yeah. Smart. Okay. Thank you, Tyler. It's very nice of you. True salesman right there. Yeah. What happened? What's going on? Just a little cold call live on air. Was that the Pittsburgh Pirates? It sounded like it. I believe I like so. It. He's making money for that team. Like, hey, I appreciate your work ethic, Tyler, and I'm happy. Sounds like great yins are going to work, hard to work for the Buckos, but also, like, we have solid team shirts. Yeah. yeah. He's, already hard. He's already heading <laughs> home you know for the weekend. We yeah. have solid, I don't know if I should go in there. And also, like, I got a lot of questions on the way we're operating over there, Tyler. Sure. I got a lot of questions about what's going on. Got to get people in the seats somehow. How come the yep. team always stinks? Like, Tyler, I appreciate your work ethic. You bring money in there. You bring people. I don't know if he's part of the Zambelli deal or not, but that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, you bring the fireworks deal. and the bobbleheads and the sauerkraut saw. Oh, sauerkraut saw oh, and the jalapeno. Holly and him and, it, and like, you guys get people into the best ballpark in the entire country, Tyler, uh -huh. and we appreciate that. But also, like, what the fuck's been going on with the team? Boys had a big win last night. You're damn right. Yeah. They don't spend money, right? Isn't that every no, baseball team don't. that loses, they just don't spend money? Yes. And even the ones that do spend money lose. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about the Yankees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck game back in the lead in the division. I don't know what Tony's talking about. Tony's had an axe to grind against There's the Yankees. There's 19 no months left in the season. Bingo. What's their okay. Seven and six, baby. Baseball stinks. Where, the Reds are doing great, I heard. No, oh, they are the worst team in the league. Worse than the Pirates? Oh, by 10 far. 10-game losing streak, I heard. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. And that, that comes after the hold on the president on uh, opening day, or the owner on opening day, said, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do about it? You're going to fucking go be a fan somewhere else? You're going to drive three hours to another city's uh, team? Shut the fuck up. Owner said that to the fans that said, excuse me, this team stinks. What happened? And wearing a red blazer. Yeah. Ready to go with sunglasses on. Spiked hair. I'd like to ask you, be careful what you fucking wish for. <laughs> okay? <laughs> fucking, where are you going to, you going to drive to Pittsburgh? I don't think so. Is that so. your next ballpark? You become a Cubs fan? You're not. You're in Cincinnati. You're going to be a Reds fan whether we own it or not. And guess what? Somebody else comes in here, they'll fucking move out of this dump of a city. <laughs> yep. Is what he said on opening day. That was opening day, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and then the team has dropped 10 straight. What's the record? Like one <laughs> ten? What they are 2-11. Uh, Jesus. Hey, <laughs> starting 2-1. Hey, Buncos are 6-7. and seven. Bro, that They're is, due. They that, are due. That is such a good character development of a heel. The owner of that team, yeah. Opening day, which has a parade, right? Cincinnati loves opening oh, day. Yeah. The whole downtown. They used to start the whole season back in the day. It used to be like the Reds started the whole season for everybody. Oh, there's a parade. The whole thing, right? The whole city goes downtown. It's a celebration. It's a day off from school almost. I don't know about that, but yeah, it's a big deal. Super positive. He comes yeah. in there as the owner. Everybody needs to chill the fuck out. All right. Stop asking questions on why we're not good. You don't think I'm trying to make us good? I might not just be good at making us good. You ever think about that? Fuck <laughs> you. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. All okay? right. I'll figure it out there. And when we do, won't you be fucking happy? Because until then, what are you going to do? You're not going to watch baseball? You're going to watch baseball. You've been watching baseball for 50 fucking years. You're the only people that watch baseball. You're going to continue to watch baseball. And there ain't nothing you can fucking do about it. How about that? That's a great promo. And then they go on the suck. Got to be the most hated guy in Ohio. Is that oh. the most hated guy in Ohio? I, I got to ask around, but I would imagine there's not too many that like him. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely up there. And now I got another mortal lock. Whoever the Reds are playing tonight, I got that other team. Oh, Jesus. The Reds Boom. Are due. I want the Reds. Boom. Well, that's AJ. What you just did there is the right move, especially with how this guy's been gambling. Nah, yeah. he's, uh, been he's, the- he's right. Cardinals first five money line. Steven Matz. Boom. Hammer it. That is my lock of the century. <laughs> the Cardinals first five money line right there. I'm also on the cards. Oh, oh yeah. No. Let's go, boys. Boys. I'm with the good gamblers now. Let's go. Gambler. I am very worried right now. No. Uh, I, I took the full game, though. I will lock in the full game as well. Oh, money line for the Cardinals. I had a baby. Double it. I love Joey Votto's going to hit four dongers tonight. Joey oh. Votto's hitting like a buck. Ooh. He's doing well on TikTok, though. Well, so is Miss Precious. Yeah. Crush. Yeah, has that gotten anything else going on? No. Is anybody else talking about it? How's it doing on the internet? Does anybody care? It is going on. The the, uh, the first one is going. It's at like 50K. Here we go. Here we go. And then the AJ, like, I just put together, I think we all did that. They were talking to AJ Brown. Yeah, that was great. You have to listen to it four or five times. Really good. Yeah. Hey, let's run that thing back as I place this first half bet on the Cardinals. Let's ride. Cincinnati Reds. No, no, no. The Cardinals. It's it's Cardinals. It's a lock. I'm a good gobbler now. I can feel it in my plums. All right, let's put a quick thousand on it. Here we go. Let's go. Hey, we. This is where it starts. Then tonight the Bulls. Then tomorrow whoever's playing the Reds again and the Celtics. And the day after that whoever's playing the Reds again and the Reds. (laughs) They're gonna win at some point. though. Yeah, they will. Who? They will. The Reds. No, no. They got one good pitcher. You skip him every time through. And he's not pitching until next week. Uh, Joining us now. Let's pitch to a guy that knows a lot of stuff. Maybe, literally up to the minute, (laughs) getting breaking news. The senior NBA insider for the stadium and the athletic friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen, real champion of the insider game, Shams Sharania. Yes! Oh, oh no, no. Are you serious? Oh, no. Yo, yo, can you guys hear me? Uh, okay. Okay. So, Zeta, okay. you had us muted because you were on a phone call that was top secret. What just happened? Are we breaking okay. news? Okay, we're going to break news. I'm going to say it on this show before I'm tweeting it, okay? Wow. This is This is just... For you, Pat. That's very nice of you. And the people. Okay, so the Celtics have dealt with Robert Williams' knee injury. He had a torn meniscus on March 27th. Um, sources tell me he is close to return and could play as soon as game three tomorrow, which is Saturday, or game four on Monday. A final, determine, a final determination will be made 
And I just tweeted the news out. Finally, in the finals. A final determination will be made on how he feels day to day. But Robert Williams has wow. been at the center of the Bob's league's best back. defense. We've seen what they've what, what, what they've done back. this year, um, what they've done even in this series. Um, but Robert Williams is on his way back. He, I'm told he did a five on five this week. And as long as he keeps progressing and making steps, doing numbers. he is on his way back. Way to go, Bob. Yeah! I'm Lord. I'm Lord. Hey, way to go. Uh, follow up there. So he's playing earlier than Ben Simmons? Um, it, it's, it's, it's possible. It's, it's, it's very possible. Ben Simmons, as I reported yesterday, he's begun to target. And his, his plan is to play in game four on Monday, but Nash, hold on. Hey, Steve Nash said that was news to him. I think that was a direct (laughs) shot at you when Steve Nash said, oh, it's news to me that he was targeting Monday. That was directly at you, Shams, from Steve Nash. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna comment on Steve Nash's, (laughs) Steve Nash's account. But, but, but what I will say, Pat, is, you know, Ben Simmons hasn't played since June 2021. And so, obviously, and, and he had a herniated disc in his back. I think they want to be very cautious that if you're going to throw a guy out there for the first time, Robert Williams just played. He just played on March 27th, the day that he tore his, his meniscus. And it was a small enough tear to where he's now able to play five on five and he's looked good. And, and at least the one day that he played five on five and, and he's going to keep getting five on five time. And uh, I would say for Robert Williams, the, the more likely return is on Monday in game four. So in that case, both him and Ben Simmons return in the same game. But the fact that game three is even a possibility that he could at least see a limited amount of minutes, I mean, that just goes to show to his progress. Um, but, yeah, Ben Simmons, this is I, – I don't know if these are both apples. I think you have to consider them apples and no, oranges. I got it, I got it, I got it, I know. But, I know. I'm just saying that yeah. was what the internet was going to immediately say <laughs> upon hearing this. Do they do tour at all in the NBA? Uh, do what? Tour at all. Do you know what tour at all is? It's like um, – an anti-inflammatory uh, oh. times a hundred or a thousand, like a lot of meniscus tears in the NFL. It's normally like pain, dealing with pain. It's, I think it's, it's not. Uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's not like a shot. It's like a. It's like a method of treatment, right? No, no, it's a. It's a shot. It's right, a shot. It's right a shot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, 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 I might have been thinking of Forteo. Have you ever heard of Forteo? Ooh. That's 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 another treatment. No, what is Forteo? What is I don't know. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm just. Ma- I'm just making stuff up at this. Point. No. No. What is Forte? Is it Pancha Karma? Is that like that type I, of? It's. It's. Uh. It's. It's def. It's. It's one of the treatments that that players use. I, I don't quite know the specifics of it, but it's definitely a treatment to awesome. players. So. Um, well, drinking blood. It says yeah. here it's an osteoporosis medication. Wow. There you go. That builds bone. I could be right. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, they they're, drink they drink two percent. Okay. <laughs> is that what's going on? Forte is drinking milk, dude. Is that what's going on, Sean? All right, anyways. So do they do that type of stuff in the NBA? I don't know the culture over there. Is there a lot of uh pain killing and like anti-inflammatory treatments for yeah. guys to play and get through games? Is that probably what'll happen with the torn meniscus for Robert Williams? I- or is he have to get all the way back healthy feeling good too? Well, I, I haven't heard that, that Rob had any type of injections. I mean, he might. I mean, but I, I haven't heard that. But I know, like Lonzo Ball, right? He tried to come back from a torn meniscus. He had surgery, I believe, in January. And he tried to come back. And he tried a bunch of different methodologies. He tried, you know, the injection path, the treatment path, you know, oh, 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 what, you know any milk. holistic paths. Like, at <laughs> that point, milk. I mean, you, you, guys, you guys have played, you know? Like, 
you guys know that, you know, when you're trying to get back on the floor, you'll try anything holistically, whether it's, you know, osteopathic, like you're going to try it. So injections. And so obviously, um, I don't know if Robert Williams did that, but definitely that is a method that players that if, they, if you really try to push the envelope, uh, you're, you're going to do anything to try to get back out there. I sprained my ankle in a U-ball game. I'm looking for Tordoff. If anybody wants to yeah. give it out. Go ahead, AJ, please. My right ankle is tough. So, you mentioned uh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> Whenever he does come back, what does it look like? Like what? Are, what kind of minutes restriction is he on, and, and how much is he going to play, and will it progress as the playoffs go? Hopefully so, but, yeah. So, so what I've heard, AJ, is that like the, the goal would be to just get him out there to you know whether that's 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I don't know if the team even knows at this point like how much can his can his back take? You know how much can can we play him the full 30, 35 minute load? I don't think that they know yet. I think the only way you find out is you throw him out there. You know, one thing that I've been thinking about in the last week or two, is the, though, is like, look at what the Warriors are doing with Steph Curry. So if you throw Ben Simmons in that type of a role where he's coming off the bench and you're playing in the last four to six minutes of each quarter, that puts him at about 15 to 20 minutes for a game. And I think you start off probably doing something similar to what the Warriors Silent. did with, with, with Steph Curry. Um, and so that is I, 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 what I believe is, is the likelier path for a guy like Ben Simmons. But you know, he's not going to play tomorrow, um, but I think game four, as long as his rehab, I, he's scrimmaging today again in Brooklyn, as long as he passes through this rehab, I, I, I think, you know, it's easy to hate on Ben Simmons, but what he brings oh. to the table, yes. three-time all-star, multi-time defensive, uh, all-defense team, last year runner-up on, on defensive player of the year, this is a guy that can do a lot for you defensively, and I know within that Nets organization, they just want to make sure he can get on the floor. He can give them anything rebounding defensively. They need anybody that they can get, especially with the, the, the type of – I mean, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. Boston is deep. They're deep. Pain um, I saw Ben Simmons dunk the other day, and we all know that guy can ball. Yeah, yeah. How, are the New Jersey Nets – no, oh, so, geez, that was so rude of me. The Brooklyn Nets, are they the most calloused and mentally tough team to handle being down 2-0 maybe because of everything that has happened this season? Like, what's the vibe over there? This is just another day uh, being a Brooklyn Net. There's just some some sort of adversity, distraction going on down 2-0 because they did not play well, obviously, in that last game. The Celtics, they had a lead. Celtics just kind of came back oh, and yeah. ran it, especially after the first game. How are the Nets? I'm a massive fan and a believer. Steve Nash feels like the right guy for this, even though he took a direct shot at you in mm-hmm. your journalistic integrity. Uh, I just want to let you By know. the way, not the first time. I, I, know, I know on the show we want to keep, you know, for the record, you know, I, when I reported yeah. that James Harden, you know, th- that, that he was possibly going to be traded a week before the trade deadline, um, you know, the word was was that uh, oh, they were going to keep him. They we're not going to trade James Harden. I don't, I don't know if we can find that quote or the video somewhere. That might be uh, – you know, you got to get your guys on that. Oh, so you you're getting get called out by Steve Nash on the reg. That's just part of the job, dude. Yep, that's right. That's just part of the job. As Sham Sharania is the, I think there's a scorecard going, the mm-hmm. best insider in the NBA right now. Oh, yeah. Got a hot hand, that guy. So the Nets are good, though, you're saying. We're all good to bounce back. And let's go. Uh, you're saying they're good, yeah? I, 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 listen, I don't think anyone's good at this point. If you're down 2-0 in a series, like I was in Minnesota yesterday. We saw the way that they lost. They gave, they gave up two 25-point leads. Um, in, in the span of two and a half quarters. Um, it's, it's, it's Anytime you have a loss like that, you're not feeling good. And I know the Nets down too, or they're not feeling good. But the one thing the Nets can say, though, is that they are really a couple adjustments away. And I don't see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving playing um, really 
as poorly as they did in game two. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, I've, I haven't seen back-to-back games with him struggling like this. So I, I expect a big game from Kevin Durant in game three. I think Kyrie Irving is going to play better at home. I think their role players are going to play like better at home. Pat, the one thing about the NBA playoffs is at home, the role players always play better. How will that transfer for the Celtics going into Brooklyn? It, same thing for Brooklyn. The, can you handle the, role the players, city? We're going to kill. Can, can, can you handle the bright lights on the road? Oh, and at home, Brooklyn, it, does, it, it does alleviate some of that pressure. Go ahead, AJ. Shams, going out to, to Golden State. So, Poole, had, did people know that this dude was this good? And can you tell us a little bit about his backstory? And like, where does he go from here? The guy seems to be a superstar. I mean, you, you have to just give him the credit, AJ, like the way that he's put in the work, because I'll tell you, like two years ago, the Warriors had an option date for him. I, I believe it was his third year option. And I remember he's I, not he, a rookie. He, no, no. Young, they were no. really on the fence. Wow. They were really I, I, at, at one point. There was a lot of conversation on league. Are the Warriors going to pick up his option? And that was a conversation. And they obviously picked the option up. They believed in him. They wanted to see his development through. Um, and you just you have to give him credit. The way he's blossomed and the way he's shined. He, you know, he's looking like a third splash brother out there. The way he's able to shoot oh, the pool. ball, play make. Clay <laughs> um, Thompson said it best. It's a pool party. Like th- th- what, what this yeah. what this lineup is doing right now with Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins. And Jordan Poole, they're the best lineup right now going. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Boston wouldn't be able to shut it down. No. That's for sure. Go ahead, Ty. Shams, we don't want to get over our skis too much here, Ooh. but if the Nets were to lose in the first round, I know all those guys said they wanted to you know, come back next year, but is it possible like if the Nets lose in the first round that we might see that kind of get blown up, or do they already have the baked in excuse? Just said. That, well, that's what I'm saying. We don't want to get over our skis here, but you know this would be – They're going to lose. Yeah, they're talking yeah, all year I, that that this is the team that was going to win the championship. I don't, I don't see this being like an end all be all year. I think even Kevin Durant's like kind of hinted at it in, in his comments in the last month or so, where he said like he's got his mindset on the next three four years. He signed an extension last summer. His mind is on how can we continue to get better. How can we, you know, for two three years have a window to compete for a championship. And this year, of course, they've had they've gone through the ringer. You know, Kyrie Irving gets sent away from the team, brought back to the team in January. The mandate. The, the mandate, which I know this show, you know, we, we, we've talked about the mandate enough here. Like, oh, yeah. we, they've, they've dealt with that aspect. That gets lifted. And then the James Harden situation, he's out. Um, and, 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 and then they get Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons back players. Like, they've gone through so many highs and lows. But I think overall, there's going to be a lot of reflection within. Like, if you're Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and if, if, you, if you do lose this series, you have to look internally. You have to look at the roster, the coaching staff. Have they done enough? For an office, do you bring in the right players? Um, but I, I don't, I don't know if that that would be the the blow it up move as far as if this team isn't able to get by the Steve first Nash? round. Steve Nash, your question, Steve Nash. People's questions, Steve Nash. They don't win. What's that all if about? If you lose in the first round with with you know, anytime you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving on your team, you lose in the first round. I mean, he everyone gets questioned. I think people on the roster like, are these the right players? Like every every everyone's up for you know. Shams, do you know Jerry West? <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say personally, no. Do you, have you watched the Lakers show? Is this accurate representation? Because I know he's pissed. I have not heard that that is an accurate rep- uh, representation. I, I mean, for everything I've, I've heard, Jerry West is a mild-mannered guy, laid back. Okay. Uh, very Except for respectful. on that fucking basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, who wrote that then? Who's getting the uh, 
Who? Adam McKay probably. No, I believe no, Jeff book. Perlman is the guy who wrote the book. Yeah. But who's he been? Who's he getting a story from? From the bus family? Or from players? Uh, yeah, a bunch of. I think accounts. I think he wrote the book like decades ago. Um, yeah. At least a decade ago. So. Oh, yeah. so it's definitely accurate. So who gave him information on it though? Because who he would like, get embedded with people, wouldn't he? Well, I, I, I think it's, 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 it's dramatized. I, I think they no. even have a note at the beginning. Like they're not using, I don't think they're factually using, you know, the play by play of the book. I think they're taking it and, you know, stretching it. Oh, Whoa. I'm sure Jerry West was pumped to see that first yeah. episode. Oh yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is going on over here? Shams, uh, Mavs are up two one, mostly because of Jalen Brunson and the greatest shooter in the NBA, fucking Maxi Kleber. Um, I don't know is Luca? Is there? Are they gonna? Because so Luca was supposed to come back potentially for Game Four. Do they even? Are they gonna keep like maybe? Hey, maybe we win Game Four. We don't bring Luca back until we have to, or is he gonna come back? No, I mean, everything I've heard is that Luca, if he wasn't going to play game three, he's going to play game four. I mean, I guess it is a question, right? Like now that you're up 2-1, do you, are you playing with house money and do you just let Luca continue to rest for game five back at home? But I don't, I don't know if you want to run that risk, right? Like if you lose that game four, at that point, you're bringing back Luka Doncic in essentially a must-win game five. Because mm-hmm. if you lose game five, you're going back to Utah down 3-2. You don't want to do that. And you, Where you, you don't want to do that. Utah so, now. So, so there's also another methodology of thinking. You, you're kind of playing with house money. However Luka looks, however many minutes he plays in game, game four, you can live with a bad performance because you know you have him. At least he's going to get his feet wet. He's going to get his legs under him. After that calf injury, he's going to be able to play in game five, at least more full steam ahead. So I, I, I think they stick with their plan. It was always going to be one of these two games. Uh, you know, at this point, what I heard late last night was it's most likely he plays game four. Gumpy, go ahead, pal. With four chains. Shams, if the Jazz lose this series, is this That's the icy, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's oh, yeah. icy. Respect. That's icy. I, th- I, I think we got to talk about that. All right. Uh, is this the end of Donovan Mitchell in Utah if they Ooh. lose in the first round? Donovan Mitchell has a long-term contract. Um, I, I don't see, like, it's, it's very rare. I mean, I guess Ben Simmons, you know, asked out and got out. Um, but I, I haven't, I haven't gotten an, indi- an indication that Donovan Mitchell would, would, would ask out or, or try to get out. Um, you know, if 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 they do lose in this first round series, I haven't gotten that. All right, who's going to win it all, Shams? Quick here before we have the heart <laughs> out here, who's going to win it all? I mean, Pat, you, look at this NBA playoffs, right? Like last night, you have Memphis coming back on oh, Minnesota. You have injuries. Chris Middleton, Chris oh, Middleton no. out two to three weeks. Devin Booker is going to be out at least you know ten, fourteen days. Um, Luka Doncic. Coming back. Uh, ben Simmons coming back. Robert Williams coming back. So much is in flux. I don't know if I can give you a winner. Mm, but listen, I, I think Golden State right now, you look at stocks, who's rising, who's who's high, who's low. Yodely, I think it, it, it's hard for me not to pick Golden State as right now. But again, a lot can change. Any any injury can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, you're right. And that's why we always have you on. We can't thank you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, senior NBA insider for the stadium and athletic, Sean Sharon. To my left, your right, A.J. Hawk, who's a champion of college football, champion of NFL football, champion of the Ryder Cup, champion of COVID, champion of toxicity. A.J., how you doing, pal? I'm doing great. I, how, many, how many more shows do we have to do until you think every minute of the show is kind of an inside joke? Stuff for, for us. <laughs> 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 for a while. I, 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 
I do feel a little uh, sorry for some people that are just kind of introduced to our show. Like whenever we were singing the uh, Hey Jude, imagine if you just so happened upon our page and they were just watching and, and then Jude asked like an actual question, I believe. And then we gave a somewhat serious take and then it ended <laughs> wildly toxic. Yeah. I could, the, the wave of emotions while getting introduced to this program is probably wild, which is why up to something season is such a fascinating thing because, you know, there is a thought like you probably shouldn't force us in front of anybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, what is that decision? What does that kind of go with? You know what I mean, AJ? I think it's good. It's all right. If it's forced onto somebody, it's up to them. Hey, everyone's allowed to have an opinion. Obviously, this isn't for everybody. We know that. Well, it's <laughs> just more and more of those people are by the day. I there think. was also <laughs> a 40-second spurt of, hey. 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 How was the family? That was pretty good for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. talked about animated dicks on chins the other day. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good sports Emmy stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right, John. Anyways, yeah, yeah that's the toxic table. They bu- busted their table going yeah. in the last hour. Yikes. Uh, Ty's from Waterloo, Iowa, the same place John Wayne Gacy's from. Yep. Congrats. It's uh, not from there, Christ. but I watched you it. You watched it. So. I watched it, yeah. Did you, you know. have a crawl space in your house you grew up in, Ty? No, I didn't, AJ. And I people mean, in Waterloo don't because people apparently in Des Plaines, Illinois are the ones who have the crawl spaces. Hey, Des Plaines, house. Illinois was a real problem. I watched that. Oh, oh maybe yeah. the tide's turning a little bit, huh? Well, the JC's too thing. He was voted man of the year in jail. It wasn't actually in the town of Waterloo. Oh. He was because he started a JC in the jail, mm-hmm. I believe. Okay. Built, built a golf course at the Animosa Jail. That's why he got out in 18 months. What? Are you serious? Yeah. He finessed you guys. He built a golf course. I, in I 18 ain't from months. Animosa, pal. Well, there was a lot of. He's from Waterloo. He's though. not. This he's, guy basically could have been the governor of Iowa. You gave him enough time. Yeah, if he would have stuck around, I think that would have happened. But instead, he got caught up in. Uh, in a uh, sodomy. Yeah, sodomizing. Yeah, yeah which, Jesus. by the way, there was like lawyers running to the cops saying, hey, this is a good guy, don't do anything or whatever. And they're like, oh, is that right? Look what this fucking guy did to a kid or whatever. Yeah. It was, he, back in the day, people used to be able to just get away oh, with it. Oh, unbelievable. Huh? It is wild. He had the cops tracking him for like a while or whatever, and he was still trying to do his, it was, that was very interesting. Taking a trip back in time in those documentaries, you realize just how different it is. Like, what an insane different world we are currently growing up in you know aj i don't know how anyone gets away with anything now with all the ring cams and cell phone cam- like how do you get like it's going to be on camera somewhere yep. in your route i feel like you're being surveyed i think and yeah. you got to get like they track your phone then if you do get arrested they'll ping your phone all over like they can it's i don't know how you get away with it so my wa- uh my wife brought dateline into my life you know, oh, she, yeah. she's a big Dateline watcher. I was not beforehand. Everybody knows I don't really watch anything except for live sports and live shows. Oh, yeah. That's kind of all I watch. I had a little oh, bit baby, of a, Baby Rock. Well, oh, that's obviously. An, that's an event. Because Young Rock is young fucking rock. unbelievable. <laughs> but when Dateline got introduced to my life there, you know, that was, that was a real eye-opener for me. I think. A lot I mean, of crazy people out there, isn't it? Well, not just that, but everything's on camera. This yeah. is like back in like 2000, 2005, 2010. Like, they have the ability to track everybody at all times that's why the people that say they live off the grid i'm so fascinated by because i'm like i don't i don't think so because there's like there's satellites up above that are shooting down yeah they're kind of just tracking everything it's it's a back in the day you go two towns over nobody ever even heard of it and the police right. stations don't talk to each other because they're actually like in competition they feel mm-hmm. like oh yeah, second I family mean, people like, did three yeah. three four families and that was by the way those are a couple of datelines Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Whenever people are running a little woo, little yeah. backdoor game, you know what I mean? That shell game catches up normally on the middle of the street with a car. 
And that's what I learned from Dateline. There's a lot of cars being involved whenever there's a jaded lover happening. Mm-hmm. From, from shows I watch, the uh, police departments and um, stuff like that, still not very good at communicating with each other. Nowadays? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like everything's accessible these days. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, Bezos, Jeff Bezos had his phone hacked from like a Saudi prince, so it can happen to anybody. What? What does that have to do? Are you serious? Back in the day when it spurned his divorce, like he was hacked legit by like some Saudi guy. What? Uh, some right. Saudi guy. I, by the way. Okay, look it up. Sorry, guys. Yeah, by the yeah. way, true. By the way, probably true. Oh, yeah. Okay. What are you, ta- you guys don't remember that? No, but probably true what you're saying right now. What is that? But we're just saying, like, why did that come right now? Because you know, like we're saying the- that. You're saying, you said, hey, every, they're watching everything. Like, everything's on camera. You would think, okay, Jeff Bezos, like the richest guy on the planet, I, he should have some pretty good cybersecurity, right? No. Obviously, it turns out if they want to get to you, they oh, can't. Yeah. Uh, anybody anytime any business can get it, any bank can get it by the way i know under, i understand people are like oh, i'm keeping it safe here i'm keeping it safe here it's like no with the way people are nowadays if they want it they can go get it and yeah. the the whole thought of like bitcoin still being created made and a blossoming business i don't know how anybody trusts that i respect the people do and i there's a lot of very intelligent people that are telling me like hey you got to go do that you got to go do that i don't if i can't see it i don't know where it is Somebody else does, right? And then that could just disappear at any point. Is that something? But then they say, in that money as well? It's yeah. Like, well, I, that's now that's a deeper fucking question, isn't it? Because well, banks run everything now. Remember that Shiny Flakes documentary where it showed like the deep dark web and the stuff that you know they could do, basically, if someone wants to hack you, you can hack you? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when we really found out was when that guy was running that whole operation out of his apartment and just getting drugs sent to him and him sending oh, drugs, yeah. making Flake, millions. What was it? Uh, Shiny Flakes. Shiny Flakes, yeah. What a life. Anyways, let's get back to some sports, okay? Earl Thomas says he's ready to get back in the NFL, AJ. Mm. This is a big deal. Earl Thomas had an interesting falling out with a couple different situations. We thought he was maybe going to be a cowboy at one point, I believe. Great football player whenever he was playing mm-hmm. football and playing football great. Once get back in the NFL, I think it's going to happen more often with a lot of OGs as they see the salary cap go. You know, some guys might get sick of football, might be out of football, might have made some mistakes, get away from football for a couple years, and then all of a sudden they're living differently. They have maybe the best shape of their life. They're seeing the salary cap grow, could use some money maybe, and try to get back into it. Is it that, or uh, am I misreading the entire thing? Well, I think, I mean, we can't speak for individuals, but for Earl Thomas, he probably feels like he has some unfinished business left out there. The dude was a monster. I mean, I think last week, didn't I just randomly say, man, where is Earl Thomas? Why is he not in the league? We always talk about him, I feel like, because he was still playing at a high level, and then I don't even know how he – what team was he on last? Ravens. Baltimore. Yeah. There was Ravens. like that fight at practice, and it was really weird, and then they – Sent him home. Yeah, they sent him home. But really before the, the last season, he played a season with Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry ended his career pretty much. Yeah, that's Stephon. Derrick Henry not, did that to a lot of people. Yeah, Let's no, relax. I was saying that was the last game he ever played in, I think. Because I think. he got hurt there? No, no, no. That, that was a playoff loss. Playoff game, because Earl Thomas said earlier in the week. Like, oh, yeah, then he got in a fight in practice. Right? Mm-hmm. What did happen to Earl Thomas? Weird that no one picked him up. Yeah, what's that mean, you think? I like his – Did it, in his tweet, didn't he say he – he said his time, my timing's on point. I like that or something. I, I enjoyed his tweet. Yeah, what are you saying? Like, hey, the salary cap's going up and a lot of teams need me and I'm all the so, way back. Why wouldn't you? I, if I was a team, I may, I may take a flyer and bring Earl in. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good idea. I guess it depends on what he's asking for, too. Well, yeah, the money is always going to have to be chatted about in any type of relationship. But the whole thought of why did nobody else sign him? I, like, what was said, you know? Well, what, that- that's what for like a guy like that, like you always talk about when you get labeled a distraction, you know, it's pretty much over with. But we had never heard anything about his time in Seattle. He was a 
pro bowler, all pro several times. Like how long would it take him to get back in the good graces? Like when we had never heard any of that stuff before then, like how do you all of a sudden just like, Oh, he's a distraction now he's done. Yeah. It happened quick. Yeah. It happened a lot quicker than most people. I feel like. that's what I'm saying real quick. So was it just a bad yeah. situation? Was it uh what teams will maybe say, Hey, you can come make it right with us. Cause I mean, he's a dog, right? No, Earl Thomas a dog out there. Yeah, it being Baltimore, I think holds more weight too because that's like a good culture, like a good program. Oh, yeah. Like it's not like it was one of these teams like Jacksonville or. Yeah, team but I think Harbaugh coaches hard, right? Like some people could probably understand how that might not jive with. Oh, he's very like they're a disciplined team. Like Harbaugh is, he's no joke. And I'm not saying Earl Thomas didn't like that. I don't. I don't know if that was the case. I think there was some stuff going on off the field. It too. was also, oh, I think man. it was like a players thing. Like I think the players wanted him. Oh yeah. The off, the off the what happened? Was, uh, it was it was brother. Oh yeah, some stuff went down mm-hmm. off, in his personal life that got made very very yeah. public, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, was, he wasn't in Seattle at that time though, was he? He's in Baltimore. Yeah, he was in Baltimore. Baltimore yeah. Okay. Uh, hope he comes back. Hey, good luck yeah. out there. Yeah. Good luck. Come to New England. Good luck. Out. Hey, come on over to Indianapolis. <laughs> Great long. Uh, Kyler Murray feels like he has made up with the Arizona Cardinals, A.J. Hawk, because not only did he answer Patrick Peterson in Charles Edmonds. Chase. 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 Fuck. Charles. Who is Chuck? We talked about it, Chuck. Charles Davis? No. Yesterday we saw a guy named Charles. Chuck Barkley? Anyways, Chase Edmonds was chatting about the culture in Arizona and why Kyler might want out of there because before – uh, when they were in the Arizona Cardinals building, it just didn't feel like it was like everybody wants to win here, okay? It felt like it wasn't a championship mentality, a winning culture, basically is what they were alluding to. That was years ago, though, when both Patrick Peterson and Chase were on the squad. Now, although it has been within the last few years, brand new ownership within the Cardinals, and I think we can all say from outside looking in, it appears to be operating in a little different fashion as well. They seem to be making moves, going all in on people, and that's because the son of the former owner owner is running that thing now and i guess the dad who passed away in 2019 not necessarily the biggest spender in the world Mm -hmm. son a little bit different he's been going in so they think that their culture has been changing a little bit kyler murray backs that up with saying i want to win super bowls with the cardinals arizona is home and then when ian rapaport tweets who we'll have on in about seven minutes he tweets out that gm steve kime said there is zero chance we are trading kyler murray kyler murray responded and said 100. So I believe everything has been made right in the Kyler Murray, Aaron, uh, Arizona Cardinals relationship. What do you think it was? Does this mean a contract is coming very soon? And uh, shout out to Arizona and Kyler being right in back in good graces, just like Cliff Kingsbury and the coaches are back in good graces with the Cardinals. I would imagine this uh, makes the front office in Arizona and the coaching staff feel a lot better. But if I had to guess, I would say, hey, they made an offer and he felt pretty good about it. And they were kind of close to his number and what he thought he should get. Okay, so the original owner of the Cardinals, Charles Bidwell. Oh, there it is. That was at the Bears, I believe, right? Chicago Cardinals. Chicago Chicago Cardinals, yes. Okay, Chuck Bidwell. All right, I was wondering why it happened. Yeah, Yeah. he was the lawyer, the cleaner for Al Capone. Mm -hmm. So that family has done aggressive things in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've gone for it in the past. Yes. And this new owner, third, fourth generation, third generation? Third. Third generation Bidwell owning the Cardinals football team. He's a little bit more aggressive. He flies his own fucking planes around. Okay. Yeah, he flew that thing up to Wisconsin to get J.J. Watt and Mm -hmm. say, come on, you're coming down to the desert. You're going to fucking love it down there. What? And J.J. Watt just posts every day of him hiking and golfing in Arizona. It's just... 
Is that the nicest place on earth? I mean, fucking Arizona. Very nice. Absolutely beautiful. It's so nice. Them taking advantage of that's huge. And it feels like they had to have told Kyler something that made it back, made it all good again. And that's that's good news for everybody that's in the Cardinals uh, bird gang, pal. Yeah, because with Kyler, like, they're a legitimate contender, right? I mean, in, yeah. we were naming all the guys they brought in. We completely forgot about uh, Zach Ertz, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he has some legitimate threats on offense. They still got James Conner back, too. Oh, yeah, Zach Ertz was traded yeah. for in the middle of the season. Yeah, and then they yeah, resigned him. Yeah. Three years, $39 million or something like that. What do you do? He came in a week early or something like that, sat next to Kyler, flew on the plane yeah, next plane, to him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. became good friends or whatever, mm-hmm. had an immediate connection. Yeah, because he he played on Thursday night, got traded after the game, and mm-hmm. then wasn't eligible to play on Sunday because mm-hmm. you can't play two, two games, games in one same. week. Yeah, so he traveled over to the game and then traveled with Kyler Murray, became friends with him while he sat on the sideline that was being talked about. Who was the tight end he came in for? Max Williams. Williams. Yeah. Boom. Is he still there? I believe he is. He's a fucking guy, he's too, mad. if he's going to be healthy because he got hurt. He was a massive part of their offense. Yeah. N- Nuke's going to be back. James Conner's mm-hmm. going to be back. A.J. Green's back. Yeah. Hey, look out Rondale the- Moore. Oh, Rondale Rondell Moore running four twos or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. he runs. Let's go, A.J. Cardinals are all the way back and happy, it sounds like. Face Clarence. Face Clarence. You know what I mean? That sure feels like it. I mean, when you name all those weapons, it's, it's incredible to hear how much talent they have on offense. But I give Steve Kahn, the GM, some credit here saying 0% chance. We know we've seen other GMs and people – kind of they don't want to ever be like backed into a corner so they oh well you know we're we always are listening for offers or whatever like i would imagine that would upset kyler and his agent a little bit if you kind of left it out there like that yeah because every gm always sells it in the narratives well they have to answer i mean they have to answer phone calls it'd be bad for yeah. business if they didn't answer because if somebody offers them five number one overall picks is that not better for the organization than maybe the quarterback so that is always how it is spun whenever a gm says well we have to answer phone calls we have to answer phone calls even though we said we will not trade you we have to answer any phone calls so him coming out and saying not nah, don't even fucking call about it is good that's good news and also they extended steve kime they extended cliff kingsbury it seems like if they're all getting on the same page there it's like hey it's either us or nothing here for the cardinals for the next however many years we get this deal done for so we might as well fucking just learn to love it out here yeah different positions but that's kind of why the 49ers and debo is kind of wild because didn't kyle shanahan say something along the lines like yeah we'd be foolish not to pick up calls if someone's offering you know a top five pick or a top 10 pick yeah because the, the report was like we'll trade anybody but that wasn't what he actually said it was it was more along the lines of like yeah we have to answer we have to field these calls if people are going to be offering a king's ransom what did bruce arian say for tom five ones five yep. ones the conversation begins at five ones. <laughs> yeah. that's a lot mm-hmm. you know like if i'd say because you so who's available for five ones you think everybody mahomes everybody like a, a 25 year old stud quarterback that has three super bowl rings already yeah you think Josh Allen available for five yeah. ones with Brandon Bean? I would do it. Well, Brandon Bean would trade himself before he traded Josh Allen. So yeah, never in a million years would I trade I mean, Josh I would Allen. trade for him. I'd give up five ones, I'm saying. I oh, wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, yes, me too. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. we would all. I would give. Yeah, in a heartbeat. No, I, I don't think I'll give you good. seven ones. <laughs> yeah. Hey, seven yeah. ones. Uh-huh. Listen to this. And a, a fourth. Mm-hmm. Seven <laughs> sweet, ones. Sweet in the pot. And a fourth. <laughs> in 2030, get you a role and player. A, a, com- a compensatory as well. We'll throw it in there. Yeah, it's going to come. It's going to come. Uh, for Josh Allen. I would do that in a heartbeat. Now, we would just have to make more trades down the road to get maybe a pick or two. Yep. Or we're just all free agents in this thing and everybody wants to come play with Josh Allen and we have no state income tax or a dome and like a perfect facility mm-hmm. and massive houses and a good view or whatever. It's like, hey, come retire and let's just win a bunch here. We have no picks. That's what LA's doing. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that's what the Rams are doing. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that doesn't play quarterback that you put up that many picks Boy. for? Aaron Donald? 
maybe He's thinking about retirement. Yeah, no, five like years ago. Corner receiver. Is he? I mean, he said it after this last year. I mean, he's coming back next year, but I feel like once you start thinking about it, it's it's much more realistic that it's you know going to happen sooner than later. He's winning Super Bowls now, though. Yeah, yeah. That Von Miller deal. Like he's definitely a little. He's older than Aaron Donald, so if Aaron Donald can get, I remember a that deal was much different. Yeah, true. It yeah, was much true. different than what was being reported originally. Aaron Donald game record, huh? In your eyes, he's he's first guy you think of there. Yeah, I mean, how many O linemen have you talked to? Where all of them like lose sleep the week before the game, like all of them. It happens to every one of them. Every single offensive lineman from every different position and every single rank of payment system in the NFL. Hey, who do you not enjoy? Fucking ninety nine for the Rams is just a problem. Everybody <laughs> says the same exact thing. And then like the your wideouts on your team are all right, guys. You better good luck. Like they're like messing with their play, their O line during the week when they're about to play. Aaron Donald, you know, they're messing with him. Hey, all right, buddy, make sure you eat a few extra pancakes and need some weight to sit down on that bull rush. <laughs> I know, just getting shit talked to him from all, maybe even their kids. Daddy, you play against Aaron Donald this weekend? <laughs> he's strong, Dad. Like, that whole, that is literally, he's like that type of game changer, it feels like. Yeah. From a mental perspective, just naturally, because every time they're on prime time or national television, it is talked about, like, watch Aaron Donald today. And he might not have the stats in those games and it might be like back-to-back games where he doesn't have like three sacks or like two sacks or he only has like maybe a couple pressures or whatever and uh people on the internet are going like oh every time they hype up Aaron Don or whatever it's like all week instead of preparing for like the Los Angeles Rams defense that also has Ramsey and everything else Aaron Donna was just eating away at their preparation time everything they had to do just to beat that guy offensive line with takes takes away from the run game yeah. takes away from the pass game preparation just everything he does to mind fuck and physically fuck a team is just at a another level it feels like than everybody else right yeah and i think some offenses too have to like take certain plays out of their game plan when they play them, like, hey, if it's a late developing route down the field, like, we may not have time this week, guys, or, or we better somehow have some misdirection included to make him run a long way to get to our quarterback. It's just a whole thought process that is like a five, six-day thing that Aaron Donald is. And it's always on their mind, though. The call, the play call, whoever's calling the offensive plays, mm-hmm. every single play before he calls, he's like, okay, can we block these dudes? Yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> number 99. And then then he calls the play. Less yeah. observant. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole different game there. <laughs> Joining us now is the man that actually broke this news about Kyler Murray never being uh, traded from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, be, well, I guess he didn't break it. Somebody else actually said it, and he reported it. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. He's such a good reporter. Senior NFL insider for the NFL, NFL Network, and NFL.com. Ladies and gentlemen, friend of the show, the host of the weekly wrap of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being friends, he being Rap Sheet, Ian What's going on? How are you, man? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Uh, I think, uh, talk about my great tweet on uh, Kyler Murray, I think the tweet itself was fantastic. I had a nice paragraph break in there to make sure to call attention to the quote, which was nice. And then Kyler Murray responding to that tweet with the 100 uh, was probably the highlight. I thought that was pretty good social media interaction right there. Hey, way to go, Ian. Hey, rap sheet. Hey, thank you, by the way, for the breakdown of the actual tweet itself, because whenever you're at an elite level like yourself, we don't get to hear the brains, you know, flow about how you get to such a high level of tweeting. So we appreciate the fact you had good spacing there, had the full yeah. quote, had good setup and punch at the end. And then guess yeah. what? We got a sequel when one of the characters in yep. the actual story comes involved there. You fucking hit a home run here man oh, you yeah. did 
Yeah, and I got to say, you know, I'd like to take credit. Obviously, I'd really, really like to take credit. I got to give a shout-out to my good friend Tom Pelissero. He is a big proponent of the paragraph break in tweets to call attention to what's being said in the second part of it. I thought this was just a textbook example of really zeroing in on kind of the guts of this tweet and making sure it stood out. Oh, so you're coachable, too. That's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Always right. learning. Your, right. your best days are still ahead of you because you're always learning, Ian. Congratulations. Um, whenever you're talking to the Arizona Cardinals, folks, what has happened? Did they have a conversation with Burkhart and Kyler since the entire Instagram and letter thing? There's no new deal, right? But it seems like right. they are in a much better place because uh, Kyler actually quotes we did Patrick Peterson and Chase Edmonds on the All Things Covered podcast and said, I want to win a Super Bowl for the Cardinals. Arizona is home or whatever. So what has taken place? This is great news for everybody involved, it sounds like. Yeah, by the way, I got an issue with what Patrick Peterson said, too. I think they've done some nice things to give him some weapons. I mean, made a bunch of trades last year, brought in J.J. Watt, brought in a center. Like, they've it's got DeAndre Hopkins. Like, he's got some – Kyler's in a perfectly fine place to succeed. It, they And they did well last year. Didn't, didn't, you know, go forward in the playoffs, but I think the foundation is fine. Uh, it has definitely gotten quieter, which I think is really, really good. You know, in this situation when you have – you know, Agent Eric Burkhardt putting out missives either, you know, from himself or kind of working behind the scenes or you have the team. It's not good. I think the best thing that has happened here is both sides have come to an agreement where it's like, he's going to be here. Okay. Like, he's going to be here. So if there's, if everyone acknowledges that, then it's really just, let's get down to negotiate. We're going to have disagreements. It's a negotiation. But if everyone agrees on the baseline of he is the team's quarterback then let's just stop talking and let's just try to do the deal at some point in the next couple of months. Yeah, so w when does that deal happen and what does it look like? Does it rival Deshaun Watson's deal he got from the Browns? Oh. Uh, I would say my best guess is they probably start talking, let's say May, so you know next month. And then a lot of times these quarterback get deals, uh, deals get done right before training camp because players don't want to show up and play and risk injury during training camp. So like... You know, let's say late July is probably a solid wheelhouse for when this may get done. Maybe sooner, but uh, when it may get done. The best question is the second one you asked, though, which is, does this rival Deshaun Watson? And every quarterback agent is going to try to get a fully guaranteed deal. The issue with that, just fundamentally, is that a team has to then put up all of the fully guaranteed money. So let's say it's a, let's say it's four-year deal for $45 million per year. So that's four years, $180 million fully guaranteed. Michael Bidwell has to then give a check to the league office of that much money, put it in escrow to make, basically to make sure he has it. Owners do not want to do that. So it'll be an uphill battle to get a fully guaranteed deal. So Haslam had to write a check for $230 million to put it in an escrow? Yeah, I mean, I should, minus what he already gave to Sean. So he gave, you know, the there's the signing. So I think he gave, it's, that much money minus the $46 million for this year that he gave to Sean Watson. Yeah. I like that. That's a move to protect the players. Yeah. I like that. I, I don't know when that was instituted. A, a long, I think it was instituted at a time when, like, you weren't quite sure that everyone had – now everybody has the money. Everyone's rich. So it actually is a question of, like, do you still need to do this? Because if you did away with this funding rule, 
I think there would be more fully guaranteed deals. Owners be owners would be more open to it. All right, well, let's get it out. Because everybody in the NFL right now has the ability to pay all those. And if you they think. don't, by the way, publicly, they would be forced into somebody would have to pay them. I think. How many are that liquid, though? How many owners are that liquid where they can write a $230 million check? That's what I think he's saying. I think that's what he's saying. Right? I, I, I think as of right now, I think most, if not all. No, but what you're, so if they all can do it, then why don't they just fucking put it in escrow then? I think what you're trying to say is that they don't actually, right? No, it's just they don't, they don't want to. I, I think what, what, what would change here is if they did away with the funding rule, then you wouldn't have to give over the money to the league office. It would be fully guaranteed, but the league and the player and everyone would trust like you have it. So you're going to pay it eventually. Okay. So now let's move on to another riveting topic. Mm. Rap sheet. This is something we're not going to run the video again because I did some. I've seen it three times already. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, so have I. But we're not going to run it again because it has been ripped everywhere else. But, but on that particular Twitter account mm-hmm. and us. So I don't want to catch any, you know, stray yeah. cease and desist. Sure. Some flack, some strikes, or anything like that. I'm sure. not trying to do that. I don't want to do that. But there, it's out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. We we all right. Anyways, there is a video floating around that alleges. Debo and AJ Brown on a phone conversation, basically talking openly about their situation contractually with their respective teams. AJ Brown's with the Tennessee Titans and Debo Samuels with the San Francisco 49ers. They're talking in there and basically they're going back and forth and they share the same agent and he's referencing this entire thing. And they're talking about their deal situation. What I took away from it mostly, Debo said, I ain't got no offer in there to AJ. Allegedly, if this is who was on the phone, we do not know if that's the case. It's off camera. Who knows? Right. Debo, Brown, uh, Debo Samuel said, I ain't got no offer. But he didn't say it in, in like a spiteful manner. Sounds like there's still a lot of room in things that could happen between Debo and the San Francisco 49ers. In follow-up, it also, in that video, A.J. Brown said he was basically offered like $20 million and was told, hey, you probably can make more money elsewhere, but this is what we're offering you right now. So what have you heard about this video? What have you heard about the... Uh, things that we learn potentially from this video, if it is real, and your thoughts on the entire situation. All right. So first of all, I have not corroborated that this is real. I believe it is. Uh, I, but I want to talk on the assumption that it is real, okay? Okay. And that the people in the video are who they appear to be, because otherwise this doesn't make any sense, right? So um, I would say that is correct that Debo Samuel has not received an offer from the 49ers. From my understanding, he basically told them, like, I want to be traded. Don't make an offer. It's because it's a, that's like when people say, oh, it's probably about the money. Like, I don't think this is now. I mean, if he had an offer in hand of $25 million a year, might it make it more difficult to have started this whole thing? Yeah. I think had the 49ers made an offer initially, he'd have a lot more to think about, uh, but they didn't. So he does not have an offer. He told them, don't make an offer. I want to be traded. So I think all of that was accurate. And, you know, it didn't seem like, it didn't seem like there was any like sort of animosity, like, well, why didn't they make an offer? I think Debo is fine with it because he wants to be traded, right? Um, the A.J. Brown part of it, what I took from that is their opening offer was $20 million a year. Assuming that that is true and that is actually – because, you know, if he has an offer for $20 million, like, teams are not make, don't make their best offer right away. These deals take time. Everyone always makes an offer and says, all right, you know, here's all we can do. And then you come back and, like, actually, we could – so, like – I took it to be $20 million was the opening offer, which to me is probably a good place to be because it's going to go up from there and he should make, let's say, somewhere between 20 and 25 So, you know, he's at least in the wheelhouse there. 
Is hey. this ever going to slow down, you think, with the receiver position? Or is this going to continue to go and go? I mean, this is a special offseason where, like, all of these dudes are all in the same boat and all really it's awesome. good. It's awesome. It's, and they're all the same agent. Your friend Tori Dandy. 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 Yeah. We didn't know because he sounded like very, you know, proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I wanted to make sure I did him justice. Tori Dandy. Dandy is actually Tori Dandy. Got it. Dandy. Tori Dandy. Yeah. He's a Dandy. Is it, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're all the same agent. They're all great. I would say based on where we are as an offense, like as an offensive league, you're going to get a ton of receivers with stats like this all the time. And it's really a question of, does everyone still do, do they pay them for the stats that they come up with, or does somebody say this is dumb? Like, you know, we can get the, another one in the draft. And I think what has happened is half the league says this is dumb. We can just get another one, and the other half says we have to pay them. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, I mean, Ian, I, yeah. I mean, you're playing somebody else's yeah. show in the middle of the, the Mets game. game. Just, I mean, no, this is a uh, Velus Jones's interview on NFL Network. I had you just take out. It's my earpiece right here. No, no, it sounded good. I mean, it sounded good, yeah, but it was yeah. getting a little distracting. No, I was no, 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 I don't want, I want to. But you're right. Friend, there's two different philosophies in the NFL right now. People are going or people are not at all. They're diametrically opposed. And so you have the Chiefs who are like, cool. We love Tyreek Hill. He is awesome. We will take the next one in the draft. And the Dolphins who are like, we have to have this guy. And it's led to just craziness and an offseason like I've never seen before. Yeah, and hopefully this will be what offseasons look like all the time as people that are definitely doing live shows for at least the next few years. Yep. Yes. Hell yeah. Every single day. Please. And uh, reporters who like breaking news. Hey, bingo. A lot of that. you got a lot of that going on right here next to us in a uh, basement uh, that is on NFL Network as well. Um, I don't think that video is bad for anybody. Did you? When you watched no. it? I don't think if I it mean, was real. I, think, I don't think it's bad for anybody. No. No one said anything bad. It was all truth. It was people being honest, and there was nothing. It wasn't like, you know, this is why I hate the 49ers, or like, this is why the Titans, or like, nobody lowballed anyone. It was all fine. Uh, I would say it was not, it's not great, though, because anytime you have a situation where, let me speak for my family. If uh, my yeah, mother. How's your family? How's right. your family? Hey, how's your family? If, if my mother was here recording private conversations and putting them on the internet, I personally would have a major problem with that. My mother does not, she posts on the interweb, but she does not post as it relates to me or my job. Neither do my family. None of that is good for anyone. When families get involved publicly, it always ends up bad. Um, So that's the only part I have is like business is business and that's all fine. But having someone broadcast it all to the internet when maybe not everybody knew they were being recorded, I do not like any of that. Yeah, that's terrible. A.J. Brown, like we were talking about that in the first time, like A.J. had no idea that what was going it, on there. It's like, remember what happened to Julio? When he yeah. like, oh, yeah. they, and they just called him up online and, you know, he ended up getting traded. It was fine, but like that wasn't very good either. Yeah, but I, business-wise, I don't think it affects anything for either party, but it is certainly an interesting situation and I uh, hope it all works out for Everybody, go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Rap Sheet, a car called in. He said the Pissed on Trees podcast said that Urinating the Jacks- Tree. Urinating Tree podcast said that the Jacksonville Jaguars were thinking about moving uh, the number one pick. Is that real or is that just a crock of shit? Not a single person reacted to either. That's what you guys thought the name was. You were fucking terrible people. Well, you nah, mean? I just figured is that it not definitely wasn't that, but I didn't know what it was. Oh, so you didn't want to step out of line because you don't know the actual answer. Right. You're an tree, dude. They kill. You're an tree. I've seen them on the internet a lot. You guys need to. I, I knew there was a tree in it, though. I love the pooping trees. 
Well, yeah, that's, that's just that's challenge. your problem. That's AJ's band. That's the toilet. Oh yeah, boys. yeah, yeah. Sorry about it, but the jazz. No, it's a great, it's a great <laughs> podcast. I'm a big fan of whatever that is. See, See? Wow. yeah. No, oh, you don't know that is. Me and Ian know you don't. You're in Ain Trees. We all we knew. What does that mean? Um, no, none of that's true. Um, I, think if, wind, uh, I think if the Jaguars could move from one, they would definitely listen. My sense from this draft is everyone from one to like probably seven or eight or maybe more would like to move back because it seems like just, you know, they, they grade all the players and it seems like the players from like one to 20 are like kind of similar. Yes. There's not like a, you know, like last year, everyone knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be the number one pick. That's fine. He had the highest grade for almost every team. It's not like that this year. There's players clumped up. The grades are much more even. So everyone in the top would like to get back so they could get a similar player, but pay less money. But, when that happens, when everyone wants to get back, not a lot of people want to come up. So Jerry Jones. Yep. Got right. many hey, is this because you've just gotten back into work after that uh, mm. full vacation you've had? And you're like, oh, shit, nobody really wants to draft anybody. Because like no. uh, the whole draft week conversation, right, is Aiden Hutchinson, Travon Walker, uh, Thibodeau maybe getting yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. When's the first quarterback going? Here we go. And then, you know, a caller called in, said, urinating tree, great mm-hmm. podcast, great, great group on the internet. They're talking about the Jags maybe wanting to trade out. And I don't know them well enough to know if that's via their sources or just punditry. But once that you know, option was presented, you started thinking to yourself that all we've heard really from anybody speak about this draft other than Jerry Jones is everybody wants to move back. We didn't know if it was at the top, though. It sounds like you're hearing like, yeah, there's a lot of people that are also echoing those sentiments. Yeah, and I think what's going to be interesting is like, I don't know that we'll get a trade real, real early, but someone, one of the good players at the top is going to start slipping a little bit. And so you get, let's say it's, let's say it's Kayvon Thibodeau. Let's say he gets to like six or seven does someone in the teens come up and go, this guy's too talented that I have to trade for this guy? Or does Charles Cross, let's say, get to eight right before Seattle? Maybe they want to tackle. And someone says, I got to trade for this guy. So it's really going to be, I don't think early we'll get fireworks, but as some of those players who are fireworks. considered to be in the Put that top the three pick conversation yeah, slide a little oh, bit, yeah. then someone will probably make a trade. Smart. And that's when it'll get kind of fun. Thank you, Ian. Uh, go ahead, Ty. Rapshi, given what you said about uh, teams and their receiver philosophies, where would you put the Packers in that? Because I, I saw it might have just – it was probably just bullshit, but people were mentioning that maybe Jordan Love gets traded on draft night plus a pick for Tyler Lockett or something like that. And every time one of these receivers comes up, Packers fans immediately say, like, I'll oh, bring him in, bring him in. But are they more in the, hey, we're just going to get guys through the draft? Um First of all, I, I'm not so sure mm-hmm. Jordan Love gets traded. Um, I mean, look, anything's possible for the right price, but I think they like the value as a backup, and I still think they'd like to see what he is. Um, they are more in the line of we can draft a receiver and develop him. I mean, Devontae Adams is awesome second-round pick, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Randall Cobb was very, very, very productive, was third-round pick, right? Uh, mid-round pick at some point. I forget where. Anyway, um, that's more their philosophy. The difference is if you have a special, special player. So my guess is the Packers will be among the teams interested in Debo Samuel. Not saying they're going to do the deal, but I think they'd be interested. So it's like, yes, they would like to take one or maybe two receivers in this draft. They'd like the value. I think they're going to develop one. Aaron Rodgers is great. He makes receivers better. But if you have someone who's special, really, really special, 
then I think they'd be interested. Chris Ballard said, uh, nah, we went, nah. We're going <laughs> in draft. Getting a wide receiver in the draft. Jarvis Landry out there, Odell Beckham Jr. out there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Earl Thomas, he coming back? What's going on with Earl Thomas? And what, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I would say it seems to me like a long shot. Um, I just hope, you know, when Earl Thomas left the NFL, he was going through some tough times. Uh, and I think it's been, you know, sounds like it's been a, a somewhat difficult couple of years for him. The adjustment after the NFL is not fun for anyone. Um, I, you know, I hope he's in a really good place. If he is, in fact, healthy, of sound mind and body, ready to go, like, and in a great place to play football, I hope he gets signed because when he was playing, man, he was one of the He's one of the best players in football. He's one of my favorite players in football. I just hope he's in a really good place to take on this challenge if this is what he wants to do. He was electrifying. Go ahead, AJ. Ian, how many quarterbacks go in the first round? Oh, over two and a half or under two and a half? (laughs) That's a perfect line. Um, Is it two and a half? I'll say three and a half. half. It's three and a half now. I'm sorry. Three and a half? Yeah, three and a half. Interesting. So, my sense is. One goes early, maybe that's Malik Willis. One goes in the middle, maybe that's Pickett. And then someone probably trades up into the first round to take a quarterback. So maybe that's Ritter, maybe that's Sam Howell, um, because the Lions have done all quarterback work, right? So I don't. I guess it's possible they take one or two, we'll see, but 32 they could take one. So who trades up over uh, the Lions to take a quarterback – and does that mean three going round one? Or do the Lions say, okay, well, that's fine. We don't want him anyway. We'll take this other guy. So my guess is three or four. I will go with three um, with someone, you know, Under. who didn't get one in the first round, trading up late into the uh, late into the round to kind of grab one. Under three and a half right now is at minus 250. Oh, come uh, on. Makes me think, value? Make, no, value? No, no. Makes me think that they think that the three are going to go. It's unbelievable. All right, we're getting out of here, Ian. Can't thank you enough for joining us, buddy. Any breaking news today? It's a Friday. This normally happens with the NFL. Not yet, but I wouldn't rule out anything. Oh! Oh. What is that? You've had a little teaser text with somebody? Uh, There's a couple small things. I don't don't think – I mean – Last time I said this, that there wouldn't be anything breaking. A deal ended up getting done way earlier than I thought. So a biggest deal. I will say, yeah. Debo to New England. He's saying no, 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 no. No, I will say this for the. I don't know where Debo's going, but I don't think that Bill Belichick is a big fan of the trade for someone and then give him a contract. Go I don't think hell. he likes that. <laughs> Go to hell. Do you know anything about the Patriots? Did you cover the Patriots or anything? I uh, A little bit, yeah. Three years. Lived in South Boston. Great place. Ah, Southie! Southie. Yeah, big Southie guy. Uh, yeah, I bet. Hell Street Tavern, greatest bar in the world. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, except hell for those yeah. other ones. No. Capo. Uh, all right, have a good one, Ian. We thank you for getting back to work, though. We do appreciate it. Hey, by the way, I'm up to something, you know? Who? Uh, I saw that on the internet. I know. Ian did text me with the article. It was Ooh. almost like his insider just couldn't help it. Like, excuse me? Can I confirm? Excuse me? <laughs> well, I'm like, maybe, you know, it was like a little feeler text, and then I'm like, maybe Pat just tells me. Maybe if I'm like, hey, this is interesting, and then you go, actually, what this really is is, you know, but I didn't get anything, so. I, I got the I got the shrug, essentially the shrug. Did I text you back? I don't remember. You did, which was nice. So we, I got the. It, it's like uh, I got a text last night at twelve thirty nine from a offensive coordinator whose brain I'm trying to pick, and he was like, "Hey, respect you. I'm just just not going to give you any info." And I was like, "You know what? 
thank you for that very respectful text. That's kind of what yours was like. <laughs> okay, yeah. I try my best because I honestly don't know, but you do know, and that's yeah, why yeah, we sure. love talking to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. <laughs> he just said, yeah, sure. What do you say? Yeah, what was sure. that about? Did he say yes, sir? Or yes, sure. No, he said yeah, sure. I could tell by the look on his face, dude. He was like, yeah, sure. You don't know what you're gonna do. Fucking guy. He doesn't know shit about fuck. I know that Bill Belichick might trade for Debo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have we taken a break yet? No. Uh, let's do that. And I'm probably gonna get on the road. Albany, New York. AJ. Oh yeah. How far the flight? It's upper New York, so pretty far. Central. Central, Central New York. <laughs> Hey, make sure you film the aliens again. Hey, listen. Uh, they've been popping up, dude. Turn into them, man. Have some balls. Tell old buddy to turn into them. We got to get close. How do you turn into an alien? Well, he wants me to if go through the it, portal. Bank oh, towards I it. thought you meant like snap your fingers. Boom, I'm an alien. Well, that's Maybe probably what aliens turn into do. Alien. Maybe that happens. I go through the portal. Oh. Hey, why don't you guys do a giveaway? No, I'm not going to transfer. Cool. Well. Hold on. What? Am I up to something? Is there any <laughs> there? <laughs> All right, what? Right. I don't know, dude. Anything could happen. It is a wild time. I'm gonna get on the road though. It is a f- hour forty, I think, hour forty-five or something like that. Not bad. It's not bad, but certainly not like one of these short yeah. ones that could mm-hmm. also be there too. Yeah. I love it though. I've never been to Albany first time. I'll be excited to be there, see the people, and then I literally just go, you know, boom to the arena. I judge a city strictly off its catering in the arena, and that is not how. That's not how it should go. How is the crowd? Are uh-huh. they yeah. yeah, it's valid. And how is the catering? For uh, for instance, Worcester last week. Yeah, unbelievable. <sighs> Electrified. Let's go! I didn't know that. Let's go! Yeah, the the arena was was loud. Shout what out. arena? Like who what plays in the it? arena that you guys are going to? I have no idea, dude. I got no clue. Probably There's all these Albany's men's there. basketball team. Fucking Albany River Rats. Probably the Albany River Rats. Is it? A good squad. What's that? That's uh, PL uh, professional cross inside doors. It's ice hockey kid. <laughs> <laughs> See this guy? He's too That's confident. A problem. He's too confident. It is. I know they got a pretty good indoor lacrosse team. Box lacrosse. All right. Everybody else. I love it. I love all the accents. Connor's been kind of. Diving into lately. It's been fun. Yeah, he's kind of become a champion of accents. A little bit of yeah. a champion. And I will be a champion of gobbling this weekend. How about that Tory Donby guy? Don <laughs> that guy. He's in the middle of it all right now. Yeah. He's starting oh, to yeah. drink. Sounds like yeah. he's a good agent. Yeah, sounds like he's a good gambler. Yeah, good, good gambler. gambler. Good gambler, that guy. <laughs> all right, everybody have an incredible weekend. We will see you. I will see you on Monday. The boys will take you home here. All right. All right. Uh, see you, everybody. You're the best. Thanks to all the guests. Thanks to everybody. Bye. <laughs>